Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Talk Recorded live. Hi, everybody. It's July the 2nd, 2015. And it's time for my private audio call. Tonight, our special guest speaker is Adam Vic Beck. Who wants to be referred to as Adam nowadays? Hi. Hey, Angela. How are you doing? I'm great, thank you. Why don't you uh, give us an explanation on why you're going to go by Adam now? Well, because inquiring minds want to know. Yeah, well, I'll get into more detail as the call progresses, but uh, okay. there's a reason for that, and uh, people will have a much better grip on it after the call. But basically, the names that we're all going by right now are registered with the system, and there's a lot of negative inc- implications with that, and we have to ditch that I- that name. Um, well, <clears throat> I shouldn't say we, but it, the way out of the system to get away from their current records in the, in the system under that name that does target people, uh, we have to go through a process, and that includes getting rid of that name and taking on a new name. And again, I'll, as I go through the call, I'll, I'll expand on that, things I have okay. done and others have done, and the, re- the reason for the, excuse me, for the change. So I guess it's best left to, to the content of the call. I've got a bunch of notes here that I'm going to read from uh, once we get full bore into the call, and then people got questions after that, fine. And, uh, <clears throat> and okay. that's what I'm going to do is read from my notes. And the main reason I made notes, I kind of procrastinated on that, and I thought, well, there's some key, top, uh, key topics or things I want to make sure that I get in here, so I ended up making some notes. Okay. We also want to know what's new with you, what's, what's been going on. It's so we just spoke of earlier you haven't been on in over a year so uh, there's a lot, probably uh, a lot to fill us in on eh oh yeah a lot has changed and uh, all for the much much better um i'm free of wonderland and again i'll expand on this in the call uh it's all again related to the to the reason for the name change this is not a legal name change by the way um but uh i thought too i'd give a people maybe a little brief history on me and that is that i've been at this so-called truth seeking thing since I would say mid-2002 when I got uh, Creature from Jekyll Island audio put in my face and I kind of, after hearing that um, I think the same went with a lot of people I was aware then that I knew things were not as they appeared or what we're told and you know mm-hmm. that one thing led to another and I got full time into this full time, I mean full time, I stopped doing everything it was, this has consumed my life from January 22, 2001 <clears throat> And uh, went down, you know, went down the redemption path and the Roger Elvick path and the uh, BBCOA stuff and acceptance for value and all of that stuff. We did that stuff and the peop- and registering the liens and the security agreements and all that mumbo jumbo, which I canceled uh, over 10 years ago. And I realized that that's not the path for people, certainly not for me. Um, but most of what people are, that's kind of interesting, but and I'm not glorifying myself here, but what most I see most people are doing these days is. We went down these roads 10, 12, 13 years ago, and uh, <laughs> so I can speak from first-hand experience. It's, it's most of what people are sharing on the internet right now is from my. This is my viewpoint, and based on my own experience, it's an absolute waste of time. It's not getting anyone anywhere. And sure, there's people might have a little wee victory here and there, 
but there's no no surety or no certainty in any of it and uh so anyhow that's the changes that have occurred since we last spoke and um starting last summer really I, I was actually fortunate someone sent me it might even be on the call here tonight some documents from the United Nations regarding registration of birth and what all that really means and um, <coughs> excuse me I'll mention it in the call but essentially the registration registration of birth and it says it right in there it changes the status of a family and I'm talking about the human family, like the mother, the father, and their children. And upon registration of birth, basically everything's switched over into a legal family, and everyone becomes a member of a legal situation upon registration. And uh, I read uh, we were on holidays at the time up at the cottage and didn't have any internet. It was great, no telephone. That's why we went to this place. So I read about four or five of those UNF documents. They're called UNF. I think it was UNF 35, maybe 70, but uh, I've got it filed somewhere. I don't read it anymore. But it laid out very clearly the function of, birth, of registration of birth. And trust me, people, <laughs> it's not for your benefit. I don't care what they tell you out there in the public. This is satanic. It's absolutely satanic. It's all about the destruction of the family. I don't mean the legal family. I mean the, uh, the human or the divine family. And... Um, Anyhow, like I say, I've got that document on file, and I, I was going to reference it tonight, but I thought, no, no, it's there's a, there's a focus to maintain here, and that's what I'm going to do tonight. And uh, also, about a year ago, I got into, uh, came across, well, I had it here for a long time, but it was some answers from when Sir, James, Sir Johnny MacDonald was one of the founding fathers of Canada, <clears throat> and some of the speeches that were going on in the Parliament at the time, and then I came across this thing, what they call the Franchise Bill, and... Uh, Essentially, see, Canada, and the same goes for every country, but Canada was born on July 1st, 1867. The birthday was yesterday, and I just laughing my head off at all of these people waving to the flag and putting their, waving the flags, and happy birthday, Canada, happy birthday thing that doesn't really exist, and all the mumbo-jumbo. But what it said in this franchise bill is that the instant, and, and this is so, sorry, i got to step back here. And so when Canada was first born on paper, it's not the dirt we walk on, it's on paper, like a corporate entity um, men were men trees were trees and cows were cows and it wasn't until about 1885 when they act in 86 when they came out with the franchise bill which now opened the door for people for men and women to become citizens of Canada and the instant and they laid out the groundwork the requirements to become a citizen you had to own property you had to have this and that and the other things and in, in, in the form of a pledge of allegiance although the allegiance was more implied than expressed but the instant people become a citizen of a country, all of your property, everything, your life, your liberty, your property is vested in the king or country, period. And that's verified by the United Nations document I just talked about. And uh, so the, what I was going to share with people tonight is uh, things that I have done to get out of that. And uh, hope, hopefully other people do. Um, consider it anyhow. It's quite a, for some it's a mind bender, for others it's, I get a lot of emails from people that have been to the blog. Can I, is it okay if I mention the blog? Oh, you put it up in the chat there. It's, yeah, uh, yeah, absolutely. Go ahead. Yeah, it's re restorethekingdomofgod.blogspot.ca. Again, restorethekingdomofgod.blogspot.ca. And as you know, Angela, we did uh, did about 14 talk shoot calls in there, and there's a wealth of information up there about everything I'm going to talk about tonight. And unfortunately, I don't have the time to, on tonight's call, to cover everything that's on that blog. So, 
people are interested in pursuing this path and uh, they can get more detailed information by going to that blog and um, get some more insight like I say in basis and foundation for what I'm talking about tonight and uh, but the thing is uh, for people to accept here or consider is that the instant and this I'm just reading from these documents in the founding and the franchise bill by the way became the citizenship act but citizenship comes about in many, many ways. And when we register a birth and take a birth certificate, that is evidence of, of citizenship, uh, whether it be express implied allegiance to the king or country. Uh, that's how it's being viewed by those who see it. And those who see it are all in what I call wonderland, a land of make-believe. Every country is make-believe. You know, you look at the Canadian flag, it's got the picture of a maple leaf on it, but the maple leaf on that represents or looks similar to a real maple leaf, but it's... It's just, it's not at all uh, an accurate representation or image of an actual maple tree. So people see the flag, they see the maple the maple leaf on the flag, and they, and they hear the word Canada, they start thinking Canada is real. <laughs> uh, Canada is not real. The United States of America is not real. No country in the world is real. <clears throat> These are like corporate entities, and, uh, and, and basically they exist in the mind. As I say, the, the, the soil, the, the dirt that I walk on here is not Canada, um, but anyhow, once once people, you know, our forefathers became citizens, and then our grandparents registered the birth, and our parents registered the birth, and we registered the birth, and we registered the birth of our children. Every one, every uh, next generation is is a, just a mimic of the first, or made in the image of the first, and they're all citizens of Canada. And so, at one time, up in, on, on June 30th, 1867, men were men. Uh, trees were trees and cows were cows, but after 18, pardon me, after 1886, when they came out with the franchise bill and opened the door now, because the possibility did not exist to become a citizen of Canada until they passed that franchise bill, and they were working feverishly to do it. <laughs> this is the words of Sir John A. Macdonald. They're working feverishly in Parliament to get this franchise bill passed, and the instant it was passed and then people started signing up is the instant they, and nobody owns property anymore, not even yourself says it right in there all property is vested in the king your entire life liberty property estate everything fruits of your labor labor all of it children all of it is vested in the king <clears throat> and uh like i say it's satanic because this is not uh well <clears throat> it's not disclosed to people but there's there's this is not a blame thing it's a it's a thing to recognize where we're at wake up and get out of it you know we can't change the past but we can deal with it now and move forward with it so that's why I, that's where I'm at in my mind now. So yeah, there's been a lot of changes in the last year for sure. So if I may, I'm going to pick uh, Angela. If it's okay, I'd like to start pick up all my notes then. And uh, so and as yeah. I say, you know, for my so I've been at this kind of truth thing for 14 and a half years and been down every road that I hear people talking about on the internet today. The trust, the uh, bills of exchange, the acceptance for value. We did all of that and uh, a long time ago. And every now and again, allowed ourselves to get sidetracked and sucked back into that stuff, but it never goes anywhere for anybody, and uh, not in my experience or anyone I know. So, and, you know, what I got to share tonight is, uh, for some, is going to seem that it's way off the wall. It's going to come across like it's religious. I assure you, this has nothing whatsoever to do with religion. People will study the word religion. It's not what people think it is. Um, Anyhow, just so there's a lot of, like I say, a lot of more information available through the blog, Restore the Kingdom of God, that will expand upon what I'm talking about tonight. And I caution people to do not uh, react and take action on what you hear here tonight or what or the information you get through the blog. This is a journey, and it starts with the renewing of the mind. <clears throat> and I'll, I'll get further into that as I go here. 
But I wanted to say, too, of, of all the people that I hear on the Internet, Carl Lentz is the only one on the right path regarding restoring of property. Everything else, are, and this is just my perspective, my viewpoint, everyone else is just speaking mumbo-jumbo. It's all Wonderland stuff, and they're dealing in Wonderland trying to break free of the, of the burdens of Wonderland, and it's like trying to quit football while playing football. If you want to quit playing football, get off the field and walk away. So, uh, but tonight I'm going to talk about things that take it to another level and what, you, what the people are in, why, and the law. And the law I speak of is the law upon which all other so-called law is founded. And by this law, not only may you have property restored if taken, you get the thief's property. It's a deterrent. You know, it's great that you can get your property back uh, through uh, you know, common law, if you will, or those processes, but that doesn't stop them from try doing it again and again and again. This does. Because <laughs> when the thief has to give up his property, in other words, restore your property and give you back, give you some of his property, if they don't want to have to want to do that, then they, they don't steal your property anymore. And trust me, people don't want to have to give up their car when they give your car back and give him, give you his car. <clears throat> um, anyhow, there's... This, this law I'm talking about, and I'll get further into that, but it's not only restoring property, it's you get the thief's property, and it goes beyond that, but that's where I'm starting here. And uh, so what is known as Canadian law or American law or German law or English law is not law. It's all an act. It's acts. It's bills that have the force of law. And to make use of or partake in any act, you have to identify yourself as a person. This is, this is deep for people uh, to, to get this. I get that we're all men and women here, but again, to partake in these acts, which are really bills <laughs> that have the force of law, bills, charges, get it? You go to the restaurant, you get a bill, there's a charge for the food or whatever you've, you know, you've taken there or eaten, and uh, that's what these, this legislation is. It's an act, and if you watch the credits in a movie, you know, Clint Eastwood adds Dirty Harry. So man acting as something else, and every anyone and everyone that's using all of this act stuff is that's what they're doing to themselves. They're shooting themselves in the foot. And again, I'll expand on this as I go. Uh, so what I'm going to say tonight may seem way out in left field for people or religious. All I ask is that you listen with an open mind. If this is not for you, then fine, stay in Wonderland or whatever. Uh, this I'm not forcing on any anything on anyone here, and I'm certainly not preaching. And I wanted to start with a couple of things here to get people thinking and uh, that I have first-hand knowledge of. And uh, this is a friend up in northern Ontario here. And a man acting as a police officer used a legal name to identify a man I know as a member of the country, and that country being Canada. <clears throat> and, and a name is the means by which an identity is known. In this case, as go for all, it goes for all of you. The name I'm talking about, a legal name, is there is there a, the registered birth name, was used to identify my friend as a citizen of Canada, therefore subject to the laws of Canada. Now that name belongs to the state, and the proof of that is this: the summonses that they issue in what they call in Ontario. <laughs> There's in and at, but in Ontario says right on the face, you are commanded to appear in Her Majesty's name. It's apostrophe S, so that is possessive. And so that's the name that, uh, that's the, you know, the uh, cop puts a name on a, on a charge and you, there's a summons issued. That's the legal name they're talking about that comes from the birth certificate that's registered that, at birth. It's on the driver's license, it's on the social insurance card, it's on all of that government issue identity documents, banking documents, all of that stuff. And uh, 
the state owns that name and there's nothing people can do about that. There's another option here for us, which I'm, this is what I'm going to be talking, I'm talking about tonight. So everything a man does in that name, that birth name, he does in the name of and, of and for the queen or whatever country issued the birth certificate. And contrary to what some people say, use of that name does not mean the issuer, issuer is liable for financial obligations in that name. The user of the name is. <clears throat> We've been deceived, but that's not a focal point either. Anyhow, the, the man acting as a cop took property from my friend. He took some marijuana, what they call marijuana, I just call it pot. The man I know made one phone call and raised the fact that he did not authorize the use of a registered birth name for identification for identification of him, and he had his property returned to him in court. Yes, he got the marijuana returned to him in court. <laughs> so the question is why? What caused the return of his property? And he never even asked that it be returned. Ian, i got to pause here for a moment. Before Canada was born, men born and people became 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 citizens or become citizens be and come men were men and men owned their property and if another man took it you know that justice was swift a bullet to the head a rope around the neck or you went before a judge and you got your property back but all of that changed when people entered into these countries which you did by which is only in the mind but when we became citizens so the truth of the matter is everyone does own their property but when you're in a country you don't <laughs> so getting out of the country is how everything's restored to you and I'm jumping ahead a little bit here but so the anyhow the answer is simple why this fellow got had his marijuana his property returned to him in court he did not give his will his consent to be identified by that legal name period he did not of his will or consent change his identity from man to citizen of Canada that's the key the name that name identifies him as a citizen <laughs> All of you people, it's, that's what the name is. He was not in Canada. This is this is paramount here. He was not in Canada. He was not a member of the Canadian family. That's why I mentioned the United Nations document, the UNF 35. That's what it does. It makes it changes the status of a family from a let's call it a human family to a Canadian or fictional family. There, anyhow, therefore, the Criminal Code of Canada was not stickable to him. That's why he got his property back. They shouldn't have taken it in the first place is what I'm saying and that never would have happened if we didn't become citizens and it's all confused out there right now most people are citizens certainly anyone and everyone working for government is a citizen they have to be everyone holding office is a citizen they have to be and they don't believe uh, certain things and uh, so anyhow in, in my friend's case it was in relation to a criminal charge and I want to make it clear here that people should not be thinking all you have to do is not give your consent to be identified by a legal name that's not the answer. There's there's other mechanisms and things at play here that why what happened in that case happened, and I don't have time to get into it on this call. It would take a long time to to explain it, but <clears throat> that's the bottom line. And uh, there's, there's a little, like I say, more to it in that case with with uh, my friend there. But anyhow, for example, when people apply for a driver's license or anything, you did express your will and gave your consent to be identified by the name on it as a citizen of the country of issue. Period. No ifs, ands, buts, or maybes. That's what it means. It also means, well, your signature is the proof of your will, of your consent. You know, people say, well, it's not my signature, it's the name signature. That's child talk. That's bull. It's, uh, we have it from uh, my friend up north, uh, the friend of this guy I'm talking about here, actually. His aunt, 
used to be the Minister of National Revenue here in Canada, that's the tax collector. She said the only thing they look for in the tax forms, the returns, is, and all that stuff in the card and the application, is the signature. The signature is the evidence of the, whoever put their hand to the paper, and you guys can play all the legal mumbo-jumbo games you want with that stuff. Your signature is the evidence of your will, your consent to enter into Wonderland, to be a citizen and property belonging to the country, period. That's what it means. The meaning of your signature on applications and other legal documents is the evidence of your will and your consent to change your identity from man to something else. <clears throat> and that government-issued ident identity documents you all have is killing you driver's license, birth certificate, passport, tax number, bank, uh, bank cards, all of that stuff. It is the evidence of your will, your consent to a change of identity from man to citizen of the country of issue. You are appearing in person. In fact, you had to appear in person and put on a mask to apply for those things. It says right on there. Come into our office in person. Uh, driver's uh, application for driver's license in Ontario says right on there. Uh, who, when you sign it, you're, 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 you're actually, it says right in black and white. You're consenting to be the person named on the search on the driver's license. And, and people are trying to point fingers out. So, no, you're the one doing it. So just accept that. And there is a way out, though. That's the good news. And anyhow, and that information is in the record. Uh, that name is in the record. You did it. That's why they're always going to be coming back to you, and there's no there's no hiding or running from that. And sure, people have a little bit of limited success here and there, but I'm talking about what is for me the be-all, end-all. And it's that information that directs claims to you. So your signature is the proof of your will, your intent, and your consent, basically to enter into Wonderland, to, to be a citizen of a country. <clears throat> As for myself, I did something to put an end to all legal claims involving me. But there is, there is something I did before that that removed any and all express or implied presumption that I am a citizen of Canada. I reestablished my true identity, which is man. And <clears throat> this is why I had to change the name, because the old name, Victor Beck, is in the record, means whoever is using that name is identifying himself, or they likes it or not, or someone else does it for him. It's identifying me as a citizen of Canada. And so... <clears throat> There has to, and so, and as I said, this is not a legal name change. It's a name change, but it's not a legal name change. So I ditched the old name Victor Beck, and that's why I'm going by the name Adam now, and I'll get further into the meaning of this as we go through this. So, <clears throat> and I want people to pay attention here if they don't already know, or already know this. If you are in a country, Canada, United States, England, Japan, you do not own any property. What you are is you are a bondman, and a bondman means slave. It's done by your own free will act indeed. And now I'm going to read uh, two parts of the Queen's promises. This is the coronation of Queen Elizabeth, and I know this doesn't apply to the people south of the 49th parallel, but it does uh, in a different way. It's, this is just giving the mechanisms that are in play here. So it, it, anyhow, this... The two promises, essential promises that the Queen made in 1953 to become the Queen is very, is very revealing to people in all civilized countries what the heck is going on here and why what's happening to them is happening to them. And civilized means legal creation or legally created society, what I paraphrase as Wonderland, the land of make-believe. 
I already talked about the United Nations document where they state right in there that registration of birth alters the, the, the state or the beingness of the family. Everyone becomes a legal thing. And this is self-evident uh, self by reading that document that registration of birth changes the status of a family. In effect, registration creates a legal family starting with the first generation or first, pardon me, first registration. So, for example, my, if my grandparents registered their births or their births are registered, and then my parents' birth, they registered my parents' birth, and then my parents registered my birth, and I registered the birth of my children, it's just a continuation of, of, of a tournament of, of our life, liberty, and property over to the state. Everyone's a member of a country, and that's a death blow. And there's no circumventing what we have done, but there is a way out from under all of this. So I'm going to read here now the first promise that the Queen made. <clears throat> will you solemn? Will you solemn? And that this is the Archbishop. And you know, forget all this religious mumbo jumbo that people. Oh, well, the Archbishop is crooked, and the Pope, and all of this mumbo jumbo. Forget that for a moment. Just keep an open mind and listen to what I'm saying here. There's key elements here that are important. Will you solemnly promise and swear to govern the peoples of the United Kingdom of Great Britain and Northern Ireland, Canada, Australia, New Zealand, the Union of South of Africa, Pakistan, and Ceylon, blah, 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 according to their laws and customs? That's the key part right there, according to their laws and customs. So the Queen is governing the people of Canada according to the laws and customs of the people of Canada. Now, if you're, not a, if you're not one of the people of Canada, then this part doesn't apply. But if you've got government identification or what comes out of your mouth, you are one of the people of Canada, and you are one of the people, and this is what, and you are being governed by your own will. So people say on the Internet, oh, it wasn't my will that this happened. Oh, yes, it was, you don't, and you don't have a clue why. I'm telling you, this is, this is why right here. So it's according to the laws and customs of the people. In other words, the people are being governed according to the will of the people. <clears throat> and all of that government identification you're carrying is the evidence and the proof of that. The fact of possession, the fact of use, the fact of the name and the record is all they need to go on that. And so, every, anyhow, so and furthermore, their respective laws and customs, this speaks of the common law. This is the will of the people, the citizenry of Canada, of England, of Northern Ireland, Canada, Australia, so on and so forth. But the thing is, there is a higher will, a greater will. And just keep an open mind here and listen, please. And I wanted to add here, too, that the coronation of Queen Elizabeth as Queen, whether it's fake or not, like some people are suggesting on the inter Internet, doesn't matter because it... The coronation of the queen did not establish her to be ruler over anyone. She rules over those who reject God, who rebel against his commandments, who exercise self-will. Hence, govern them according to their laws and customs. <laughs> That's what it means. And the evidence of this, or the proof, is the possession, use, and or presentment of government-issued identity documents that you, by your will and consent, applied for. You authored it. You authorized it. And to say, well, that's not my signature and all of this mumbo-jumbo people, it's going nowhere, and it's not true. It's not what all that means. So it's, it's, these are the, it's the, the, the people of Canada or of the United States, etc., they are the source and the force of law whose law and customs will is being opposed upon the very same people in the name of the Queen, in this case, where I am here. 
Same goes for the United States citizens and citizens of every other so-called civilized society, queen or no queen. Your will is being done, and you have no clue of the mechanisms of it. I'm giving you this now. You are told that sovereignty lies with the people, and your belief of that is what ensnares you, you see. According to the respective laws and customs of the people, is the will of the people, is the people saying, we're sovereign here, we're exercising sovereign. But guess what? You're not actually sovereign unless you believe it. And it's that belief that's got you where you are today. The thing is, it's a trap to get to, you know, when they say the sovereignty lies with the people, it's a trap to get you to carry out your will, making you out to be one of the people governed by and through the name of the queen. And there's two wills at play here, essentially, in planet Earth, other than the dictatorships, yours or God's. Like I said, keep an open mind here. This is not about religion, and hopefully it becomes clear as we get further on here. So the first promise of the queen is applicable to those who exercise self-will, period. The second promise covers those who carry out the will of God. And for uh, information's sake, law and will are synonymous. And that brings me to the second promise made by the queen. Archbishop, Bishop, will you to the utmost of your power maintain the laws of God and the true profession of the gospel? And what are the laws of God? Where, where, where do we find them? Well, let's carry on here. Still in the Queen's coronation uh, oath ceremony documentation. This is where they're presenting now the, the Holy Bible to the Queen. And here's what they say. Our gracious Queen, to keep your majesty ever mindful, not reminding, but mindful of the law and gospel of God, as the rule for the whole life and government of Christian princes, meaning this has nothing to do with America or Canada or Germany, <laughs> We present you with this book, this book, the Bible, the most valuable thing that this world affords. Hmm, most valuable thing. That's more valuable than gold and silver. And you know, Really? Okay, that's, anyhow, it's the most valuable thing that this world affords. And the moderator shall continue. Here is the wisdom. Wisdom. <laughs> this is the royal law. These are the lively oracles of God. And so getting back to the changes that have occurred in my life, when things were pointed out to me, and if people have not listened to Marcus, uh, uh, Servant King, and he's a lot of people misunderstand him, but in any case, he's right on the money. Um, when I adopted this, when I brought this into my life, that's when I was able to get rid of every single one of the obligations, all of that legal stuff. And for all intents and purposes, Victor Beck is dead. Dead. I am no longer giving it life. In one letter, all those claims stopped. And I'm talking about claims that have been following me for since 2003. That no matter what I did, they kept popping up. And uh, these are, and for the most part, I think it was about $25,000 in unpaid traffic fines for no one license, no insurance, blah, 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 blah. And it would never stop. Well, when I fired off that one letter to one office, it, it stopped all right. So I'm just giving you some of my experiences here. In the United States, the Bible was declared by Congress to be the Word of God. <clears throat> okay, And the Word of God is that higher law slash will. It is the law upon which all other so-called law is founded. The Bible is the book of the law, the written law for man. It's the book of authority, and it is already in every courthouse out there. In other words... The law is already in the law for men, 
is already in the court. The law for persons, all these acts and bills and all this is, is different. You need to follow court procedures to bring that stuff before the court. But the law for men, is, which is the law of God, the word of God, the lively oracles, God, the royal law, the perfect law of liberty, is already in the court. Now, the book of the law of the Bible, contrary to what billions are led to believe, has nothing whatsoever to do with religion. It has been used for religious purposes to steer people away from God and their God power, which is dominion over the earth, dominion over God's property. And when you have dominion over God's property, that's where the theft comes in. God gave me dominion over this piece of property here. If somebody takes it, they're, they're, at that point they're actually stealing my property as concerns other men, but they're stealing God's property as concerns my relationship between me and God. So people say, well, God owns everything. Absolutely God owns everything. But in relation between me and other men, if it's my car, I own it. But between me and God, yeah, it's God's car. See, and there's one place where Marcus is totally misunderstood. And I highly recommend people listen to all of Marcus's uh, confusion videos, the unraveled videos, and the webinars. And study it, and study it, and study it. And don't take anything for granted and don't think you know exactly what's being said there. It took me a while to go over some of the stuff that didn't make sense, but uh, I pursued it and, oh, yeah, it makes sense, all right. So people have been turned from the word of God. They've been deceived into giving up life, liberty, and property and perpetually are turning the same over to a king or country. And I express the reasons why. When you become a citizen of a country, you don't own anything, not even yourself. That's where the government comes in and dictate to what, what you do with your children. Your children have to get vaccinated. Well, that only applies to citizens of the country. It doesn't apply to my children because they're not in Canada. We're all in the kingdom of God here now, and all that's out the window. Anyway, I'll carry on here. God created the heaven and the earth, and anything and everything made from the earth belongs to God. But God let man have dominion over it so long as man does the will of God. Unlike the, the, the laws and customs of the people, which has got nothing to do with the will of God. That's not the will of God. In other words, if we obey the laws of God and keep the commandments of God, if we had have done that, we would still own our property, period. Furthermore, we do what we do in the name of God, rather than, as I said previously, that legal name. You're doing what in Canada for Canadians and English and Australians and New Zealanders and South Africans and Pakistan, all those people, the name, what, what you're doing in that legal name is in the name of and for the queen or country. Everything I do, speaking for myself, and I'm not the only one, I do in the name of God. Now that name Adam is the name of God because God owns everything. He owns the earth, he owns me, and he owns the name Adam. It's not the name that I call God by, but it's the, it's the name that I use. It's, so everything I do is in the name of God, whereas, as, as I say, the legal name everyone's using is in the name of as king or country. <clears throat> and <laughs> that's why you're in bondage. And that's the mechanisms that's going on. And uh, people want to continue to play in that game, fine. No difference to me, although I do hope that more people catch on to this, and more are. I'm getting a lot more emails from people and people waking up and saying, I've had enough of this mumbo-jumbo. Yep, there's, there's more to this. But it's paramount that people get it, that the Bible has nothing to do with religion. It is the book of the law. It is your book of authority. Case law and all that stuff, if you want to be in Wonderland, yep, you can put that in your book of authorities, but you're a slave, so good luck to you. And every, anyone and everyone who has government-issued identity documents has violated the commandments of God and no longer has the protection of the law. Remember what I said, acts of the government, acts are bills, it's not law, it has the force of law, 
The Word of God, the Bible, contains the law. That is the law. So when you hear me say the law, or God's law, I'm talking about the law. It's the only thing that is actually law. True blue law. Period. And with these government uh, documents, you appear in person and are but... And what the heck did I put? You appear, appear in person and are but... Uh, you're, you appear in person and are no longer man. You're acting. You wear a mask and this constitutes a change of identity from man to American or Canadian or British or Australian. Remember, God formed man of the dust of the ground. He didn't form American or Canadian. That's something else. That's that change of identity. That's what the UNF document uh, I mentioned is talking about. And as, as an American or a Canadian or a British or Australian, this change of identity, and you're, no, you're known by the register name, uh, birth name as an American or Canadian or British, depending which country issued the birth certificate, you're also subject to the bills of these places, of these countries what people would call law. It's not law, it's bills. And the name appearing on those government-issued identity documents basically says to whoever sees it, this man or woman is property belonging to the country of issue. You are chattel, your cattle, your slaves. And what has happened here is the master has become the slave and the servant has become the masters. This is your typical bait-and-switch. That's what's going on here. <laughs> And so anyhow, the reason my friend had his property restored to him in court is simple. They did not have his authority, his will, his consent that they required of him to identify him as a member of, or son of, or citizen of, or property of Canada. He did not consent to be in the image of Canada, which is Canadian, or American as the case may be. <clears throat> in other words, neither he his life, nor uh, Lord Liberty, nor his property, being the fruits of his labor, or whatever he inherits from mom and dad, was vested in or belonged to King or Canada. Period. <clears throat> and I want to remind people, now you cannot play both sides of the fence here. You cannot at one moment be a man and another moment present government identity documents. It's, you're you're double-minded, and if you do, it will come back to haunt you. So what I'm talking about here is what I have done, is I am now in the Kingdom of God. I am a man. Period. And there's no evidence, they will never find evidence on me or anywhere, I'm not going to say on my person, or in person, or personally, that's all mumbo-jumbo stuff again, uh, that, that, would, that they can impose any of their bills on me. Zero. 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 It's gone. And what I did that stopped the legal claims coming at me is simple. I restored my birthright, my true identity, my life, liberty, and property according to law. God's law. I mailed one letter to one office, and that stopped it. One letter to one office. But like I said, there was something I did before that to make it all effective. And I, what I did was according to the law. And I do what I do in the name of God, which is Adam. Hence, the previous name, Victor Beck, what I was doing in that name was the name of and for the Queen. So you see the reason for the name change here. And the name is in the record, and you can't run from it, but we can... Uh, we can follow a process here and uh, it doesn't matter that Victor Beck is in the system now I have a, renewed my restored my identity which you see when we all come into the world everyone's there's is you know, there's children but then the parent the mother and father register the birth of the child and then the child goes through fourth life identifying or claiming to be a citizen <clears throat> and the point is is that all men and women on this planet your true identity is man or woman that's what I mean by restoring that or getting back to that um, I have dominion and control over my life, my liberty, and my property. 
what is proper to what is proper to me. I burnt every piece of government issued identity documents. I no longer have the means to appear in person, and no one will find every, any evidence whatsoever that says this man, me, is a person who belongs to a country, let alone subject to any bills of it or the state or the provinces, whatever. I'm out. Out. <clears throat> My identity is fixed. I am a man with God's power of attorney. <laughs> I am in his image. It's all in Genesis. I represent God. You know, a lawyer represents a client, so for those purposes, the lawyer and the client are one. The lawyers, uh, you know, you hire a lawyer, then he has he has his client's power of attorney. Well, I have God's power of attorney. I am in God's image. The lawyer's in his client's image. You see what's going on here? This is what they're doing in Wonderland. They're mimicking reality. That's what they're telling you in the, in the United Nations document. It's not reality. They're mimicking it, and that's where everyone's at. In. There's no way for anyone to establish that I am a subject I am subject to Canadian or a provincial law. And that said, no man uh, can be, uh, I want to make it clear here though, that no man could be allowed to be a law unto himself or we'd have billions of lawmakers. So one is either under the laws of a country or of God. That's it. People think, well, I'm going to just go out there and make up my own laws. You see, if we, let, if we don't have laws or something written, then we have billions of people, and every man can make up his own law. My law might be, I want what you have, I'm going to shoot you and take it. That's my law. <clears throat> you see, and <clears throat> not that I would do that, but there are people that may. And so this is why we cannot, uh, it, it's, it, you can't have no, no law, no man, not every, no man can be a law unto himself. So we're either going to be governed by the laws of a country or the laws of God. And uh, in fact, the laws of God are much more stringent when it comes to uh, relief and punishment. But it's all about deterrent. Hey, if you don't want to face the punishment, don't do the crime, right? <laughs> that's what they tell you in legal land. Well, that's the same in the, in the kingdom of God. So there's no one here that's above the law in, uh, in a way we are, but not really. And a key distinction here I want to point out between common law and God's law is God's law is written. Hence, the book of the law, the Holy Bible, is the book of your authority. Here, you can show it to somebody. It's the royal law. It is the perfect law of liberty if we abide by the laws and commandments of God. Now, here's the thing. <clears throat> I thought about this common law being the unwritten law. It's, you know, it's, I put up a little metaphor here, analogy, is what good is law if it is not written? By what or whose authority do you base claims? An example of unwritten law is this. We're going to play a game. There's six people on that team and six people on this team. There's rules for the game, but they're not written. <laughs> How ridiculous is that? But think about it. There's rules for the game, but they're not written. So the, <clears throat> the point here is that the, the laws of God are written. And it is a book of authority. It is the law for men. The book of the law contains the law and the judgments of God in respect of any and all causes that may arise between men. Anything you can think of that might come a conflict between men, God's already decided it. It's what they call in legal land res judicata. It's already been decided what the uh, the relief for is, or the, the the relief for the remedy and the punishment, as the case may be. It's all there. Man doesn't have to recreate anything. God has thought of everything. Remember, He created the heaven and the earth. He knows what's going on. Who here made Himself? Who here knows what's going on? Who here? I look at a flower and I'm going, Wow! How did that come into being? <laughs> it's incredible when you really start paying attention to creation, and we're all part of creation here. So the book of, uh, as I say, the book of the law contains the law and the judgments in respect of any and all causes that may arise between men. The judges in the courts administer either the will of the people, 
their laws and customs and judgments. You know, if you're one of the people and you're signed up, well, then you you promise to abide by the Highway Traffic Act. You're one of those people. And if, if you were caught speeding, what's the judgment in the Highway Traffic Act? It says, well, he was speeding. He was doing 20 miles over and over. The judgment is $250 fine. No insurance, $3,500 and six months in jail, whatever it is. That's what the judges are doing in court. They are administering the will of the people. You did it to yourself, according to their laws and customs, right, which includes the judgments, which is found in the legislation, the acts, the bills. You want to play in this, you want to be an actor on stage? Well, this is the consequences of it. But the judges also administer the laws and judgments of God. In any case, one way or another, you get to choose the court. <laughs> and right now you've all chosen to be in the court of Wonderland, which is, as I say, the judges are administering the will of the people. And if you haven't paid your taxes according to the Income Tax Act, when you got the social insurance card, you agreed to do that, or tax card, you agreed to abide by the Income Tax Act. Your signature is the proof of that. It's a promise, and if you're not maintaining your promise, then you're going to get convicted, you're going to lose. And that's all the judge needs to see in the court. Again, I got we got it from the Minister of National Revenue here in Canada. That that's the top collector for the taxes. All they look for is the signature because that's the evidence of your will, your consent to abide by whatever you put your signature to in Wonderland. And people say, well, that's not my signature. It's a name signature. No, 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 that's not what it means. It's, it's your pen hit the paper. You were there. You did it. <clears throat> now, we've all broken the law. There is a record of it. But there's a, and there is a process to follow to get back into God's good book. And the record, as I say, is the old name. The, the, you know, when I was a Canadian, I was identified as a Canadian by the, via the name Victor Beck. That's what's the, in the government record. That's the record I'm talking about. <clears throat> and anyhow, to have the protection of the law, remember, God's law, the written law, and to restore your life, liberty, and property, your birthright, and God-given in, God inheritance. This is what happens when we get back into God's good book, but there's a process that we have to go because there is the record. You can't pretend the record doesn't exist. You can't just up and, and throw all the way the government identification. Well, you can. You can take the government identification, throw it in the garbage, and pick a new name. But if you don't have a, a contract here, and I'll, I'll get into this part of it, then you're fair game. And we experienced that firsthand back in 2009. So I know full well what happens when people don't have identification or they're not subject to some law or bound to something other than the country. I mean bound. So once, and anyhow, once uh, the birthrights have been restored and another man takes property or touches you, and it doesn't matter what he thinks or what he believes, he is subject to the laws and the judgments of God. And it's, as I say, it's not enough to toss out that government-issued identity documents to restore your true identity, your birthright, your life, your liberty, and property. It doesn't work that way. There's a process in law that has to be followed here because we've all broke the law. We've got to get back into good's books according to his will, the way he says we have to do it. It's the law. So there's a lawful process that must be followed and adhered to. And part of, part of that is you have to receive a pardon from God. It's interesting how the legal systems offers a pardon. A pardon is, well, yeah, he was guilty. There's all kinds of crimes been committed. We don't erase that. It's not that it didn't happen. It did happen. But there's a pardon process. Where do you think they got the idea from? The whole legal system is based on the book of the law, the Bible. That's where they get these ideas from. So, yes, there's a pardon required from God. It's the law. Again, I'm not talking about religion here. And... 
<clears throat> the big thing here for people is to start with is, is the renewal of the mind to unprogram it and reprogram it. See, we're not seeing reality right now. We do not see the kingdom of God, life. We believe in things that are not real, like Alice did in Wonderland until she came out of her hypnotic state and returned to reality, the kingdom of God, life. Remember in the movie, she, I'm talking about the one with uh, Johnny Depp, the, where there was a real live girl, went into cartoon land, and finally she realized, you're just a card, you can't hurt me. <laughs> but here we got people running from government agents. Those are the cards. You're running from yourself. <clears throat> it's funny after a while when you start to, to really see it. So the thing is, is, uh, you know, as I say, a real-life woman in that in that Alice in Wonderland entered into cartoon land, the land of make-believe, and that's where everyone is. And everyone playing with these acts, bills, case law, all that mumbo-jumbo, that's all Wonderland stuff. None of it exists in the kingdom of God. It's real simple in the kingdom of God. And the laws are no burden, are not burdensome at all. And uh, uh, so with some of this cartoon land stuff, for example, there is no Canada, there's no United States or their agencies, but in your mind, you know, people talking about this is a crown agency or a government agency, and I got a, this whole birth thing. No, it's not. <laughs> if you believe it is, I guess it is, but it's not. <clears throat> so there is no Canada, there is no United States, except in your mind. These things are not real. They're not life. They have no power or life, but your power and life you give to them. Just talking about them gives them the semblance of life. I mean, why would you talk about something that has no life as if it's, you know, it's attacking you? And here's, the, here's what all starts, though, for all of us. This programming of the mind, this, this believing in things that aren't real. Mothers and fathers, this is just one example of many you can think of. Mothers and fathers tell their children about Santa Claus, and these children believe it. <laughs> So we see how the moms and dads are involved in the programming of the minds of the children. It starts in the home, home life when children, not as children, when children. We begin to accept that the unreal is real. This is why we believe in Canada the United States. These things are no more real than Santa Claus. <clears throat> and this is the reason for the renewing of the mind. The programming is so deep in us, it's, it's to each his own, and everyone's had their own experiences in, in, in indoctrination and programming, but... There is, as it says in the, in the New Covenant of the Bible, be transformed, take on a re renew your identity by the renewing of your mind. It's telling us something there. There's wisdom in there. Remember, it's the, it's, this is the wisdom. <laughs> There's no wisdom in Wonderland. It's anything goes and things don't make sense. And the uh, thing is, too, is <clears throat> there are only people here and all men and women are, and all men are created equal you are life, and so why do you fear and run from and defend claims made in the name of things that did not exist, that have no life? Why do you fear, run from, and defend claims made in the name of these things that, <clears throat> that are represented by men? Why do you take action against these unreal, no-life, image-imagined things? It's an illusion. Remember, Alice, it's, Alice in Wonderland is a perfect, perfect metaphor of what's going on here. I'll tell you why your mind has been programmed since birth in this world to believe in things that are not real and have no no life nor power. The kingdom of God, all that exists in the kingdom of God is life, things that are real. So there's no persons there. There's men and women. You might see a, a, a man acting as a policeman knocking on your door. I see a man knocking on my door. No more persons. Why are people trying to change the system when God's system, his law, his way is perfect? That's all set. 
the solution for all of us, if I may put it that way, is to re ultimately is to restore the kingdom of God. Is the only way we're going to get sanity back on this planet where other men and women representing these government organizations aren't telling other men and women in the name of these fictional organizations what to do and when to do and how to do. And if you don't do it, you're going to jail. We're going to take your children. We're going to take your property. We're going to take everything. You say it's evil. It is evil. So you have to work on the renew. This is suggesting on the work on the renewing of your mind before you take any action based on what I say tonight. And information found at the Restore the Kingdom of God blog. I'm aware of people who didn't take their time, and they have no clue what they're doing, and they shouldn't be doing anything except renewing the mind and getting to know the law. If you do not uh, put it this way, if you do not do not, you may make things worse for yourself. Maybe even get hurt. And there's no shortcut here. So. What I'm going to say now is going, again is going to is going to seem uh, religious, but I assure you, regardless of your interpretation, nothing whatsoever that I say has anything at all to do with religion. This is about the law and the restoration of your birthrights, your power, property rights, and duties. But these duties are not to the to a civil society or the public. See the public. If you're a member of Canada, that the oath to become a Canadian citizen, I promise to observe the laws of Canada and fulfill my duties as a citizen. That's a whole different ballgame over there. We're talking about in the kingdom of God here, and you have power, property, rights, and duties in the kingdom of God. You are the master of your reality, not the slave like you are right now. So what is it that I did that? when I sent that, that one letter to that one office that got rid of the legal mumbo-jumbo, was I got baptized. It's, it's a process. It's a ceremony. And just, just bear with me and listen here what it all means at the end of the day. It's, a, it's basically it's a reconciliation and pardon. I did promise to observe the laws of God and to keep his commandments. I did express my allegiance that my allegiance is to God. All other allegiances expressed or implied are renounced. They're no longer there. I got a new name, Adam, which is a renewed identity. See, this is the name of God now, so that name says this is a man of God. Other word of name, Victor Beck, said this is a man of Canada or a person of Canada. <laughs> I have God's power of attorney. I have proof that I am subject to the laws of God and the judgments of God. No longer subject to all that stuff in Wonderland. No longer subject to those laws and judgments of the will of the people as expressed through these various legislations in Wonderland. Such as the, you know, the Highway Traffic Act, the Income Tax Act, the UCC, the Rules of Court, the Rules of Civil Procedure, numerous other acts and codes. None of that, and, and, no, and, and I'm no longer subject to legal claims. So in short, only a man who is a man can make a claim against me now. I'm not glorifying myself. This is the result of the understanding the reason for the baptism and this is not a baptism like they do in the church with the children see the, a promise has to be made here and infants cannot make that promise so the baptisms that are taking place in these corporate churches these sat satanic churches bogus it's bogus but it's it's you know it's 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 and you know like i say they've uh, the bible has the, the word of god the bible has been taken and used for religious purposes and created a whole other re false reality out of it. And, uh, and we have to remember this, promises are enforceable in law and the infants cannot make promises during the baptism. So whatever they did the baptism in these churches, it's, it's, it's immaterial. It means nothing. It's just baptism into the organization. The fictional organization is all it is. 
It's right on the sign on the Baptist church up the street exactly what it is. If people would read the fine print, they tell you right there what's going on, if you're awake. Anyhow, I'm no longer subject to legal claims. In short, only a man who is a man can make a claim against me. And there's other benefits. And you know, I listen to folks on the internet. And like I said, as far as I'm concerned, uh, I don't know Carl. I've listened to some of his stuff, and uh, he's the only one that I hear on the in internet that makes any sense. But what we're talking about here, as I say, from my perspective, takes it to another level because we're talking about the written law versus the unwritten law. And like I say, if someone takes my property, not only do we get my property restored, I get his property. In other words, if a man takes my car, I gotta, he gets to give me my car back and his car. See, that's the deterrent. You do the crime, it's not, you don't do time in God's kingdom, but you're going to lose property if you steal something from somebody. And there's other consequences for touching a man, for arresting a man, for selling him to the jailer. Read the book of the law. <laughs> Anyhow, people do not get it that to make use of codes, bills, acts, banking, and things called tr case law, trust law, naming law, family law, contract law, rules of court, anything but the law, they must appear in person. Persons are creatures of the state, the legal system, and if the state created it, it can control and regulate it, period. A man involved in those things is wearing a mask. He's masking his true identity. All of that but the law... It, in other words, all of those bills and acts so on and so forth that I just said, all of that, everything but the law is in Wonderland. And to play in Wonderland, you have to be in Wonderland. You have to appear in person. And you're chasing your trail trying to get the, if you think you're going to get the master to respect the slave in Wonderland, you're not the master. You're the slave. That's why people go nowhere. Now, a reason that Carl had success restoring properties because they cannot admit you are a slave. But it's not the, if they did not return the property, they would be saying, "You do not own any property; that you're a slave." But this common law approach is not be all end all. If in Wonderland, in the U.S. or Canada, remember you can only be there in the mind, you do not own property contrary to what you're told. Go out there and buy a million dollar home in that legal name, and don't pay a thousand dollar tax bill and see what happens. Go out there and work. Uh, a thousand hours or ten thousand hours and buy a brand new car and don't have insurance on it or have a license and see what happens you'll lose it that's proof you don't own property in Canada or in the United States in the country however in the kingdom of God you do in relation to other men you do now as I said before under the law God's law his will not only may you have property taken from you restored but you get the thief's property. Whatever he took from you, he, he's got he's to give you your property back and his and, and, and like. That's meant as a deterrent. It's the law, and so knowledge of the law and the judgments of God is required here, which means people are going to have to read the book of the law. And it seems a lot of people are not going to be willing to do that because for some reason they just, again, I, I, I chalk it up to the whole religious thing that's been going on for so many years. They've tainted the word of God to the point people don't want to hear about it, but... Mark my words. <laughs> the Bible is the book of the law. It has nothing whatsoever to do with religion, contrary to what's going on in these churches and how people use it. People, you know, I, I got I to gotta say this, and I don't mean any disrespect, but I know a few, I know numerous Christians or who claim to be Christians, and I'll tell you this, not one of them has read the Bible. Not one. I'm thinking, 
then how the heck can you claim to be a Christian, whatever that is? I don't, I'm not, just so I'm clear, I'm not claiming to be a Christian because God did not form Christians of the dust of the ground. I'm a man, but I'm thinking, how the heck can you people be claiming to be this and, and, and serving and doing the will of God when you have never read the book? You see, they go to church and they listen to what somebody tells them up on the pedestal there and they believe what they hear. And even the guy in the pedestal doesn't know the truth. He's never read it either. He goes to get a, a, a degree in divinity. <laughs> where did he go to the kingdom of God to get it from God? No, he went to some school where they're teaching these people basically unknowingly. They're not teaching anything about the laws of God. It's all indoctrination into wonderland. That's what it's all about. All of it. Ultimately, it's about the destruction of the family. See, if they, if they destroy the family, then we lose the chain of inheritance that we get from God. <clears throat> so we, and the thing is, we live, so we live, all live in, a, in an insane, lawless world. And you cannot stop people from doing what they might do. This is why we have laws, to correct wrongs and punish the wrongdoer. This is what the judgments of God are about. God's law is the law, period. So, you know, we got to have laws. It's, you know, maybe you can say, well, I don't need a law to govern me, and that may be true, but there are people out there that do things. If we don't have something written down that says, if this, then that, what do we do? Shoot each other? So there's a reason for the laws. <clears throat> and, uh, and anyhow, like I say, the, the, the law is in the Bible. It's the first five books first five books of the Bible is the law. There's where the law and the judgments are. Thou shalt not steal. Okay, so we go to thou shalt not steal. Yep, I go, now I go into the God's court. I'll get into the court thing here in a moment. I take the claim into God's court. It says here, uh, Judgey Wudgey, who's actually sitting in the name of God, he says, uh, it says here, thou shalt not steal. That man stole my car. Once it's confirmed he stole my car, then the judge says, okay, so God says, oh, he stole your car. He's got to give you your car back and his car. Done. It's all laid out for us, folks. <clears throat> so, and so, what I did was ultimately the baptism is reconciliation with God, and it is required, is what I'm saying. It is not about getting out of Wonderland, but reconciliation with God, that one is no longer subject to the insanity going on in Wonderland. In other words, the focus is not getting out of Wonderland. The focus is I broke the law. I disrespected my maker. I brought, took my, I did my will instead of his will. I claim to be sovereign, which is really saying I'm God, which is a breach of the first commandment. There's the law. I got no more protection of the law. I'm fair game. I'm in Canada now, and I'm dead. Not physically, but legally. <laughs> and certainly, pardon me, before God. So reconciliation, according to the way God says to do it, has got to occur, or it didn't happen. And again, I'll, I'll get into that, more into this, uh, this promises aspect, what part of this baptism process, the real baptism, is about. Now, <clears throat> courthouses are either federal, state, provincial and county courts in a country, or those very same courts are in the kingdom of God. Remember, everything is in the kingdom of God. If you don't believe in God, <laughs> call it creator, whatever, doesn't matter. <clears throat> But everything is in whoever, whoever, whatever made planet Earth. Everything is in that. But if you see in your mind a federal court or a state court or a provincial court or a county court, then you're in a country. And to be in that court, you have to appear in person according to their rule to the court to the rules of the court. But all of those same courthouses, when you're in the kingdom, see, when, once you're in the kingdom of God, I don't see federal court.
Dorchester courts or provincial courts. Every one of those courts is God's court in the kingdom of God. And as I said previously, the judges in the courts administer the laws and judgments of the people according to their laws and customs or the laws and the judgments of God. If you wish the ben to benefit the benefit of the latter, you will have to reconcile with God. You will need proof of that. That's what the baptism ceremony is. It is a contract, and no court, no man can or will interfere with a contract. So this whole baptism thing, unlike what they're doing in the churches, which is BS, <clears throat> is you're making promises here, and promises are enforceable in law, Everything that's going on in the legal system is based on a promise. Although you may not have expressly promised when you got the driver's license to, obey the, to abide by the Highway Traffic Act, that's what it's based on, a promise. Same with the Income Tax Act. When you got that card and got employment through that number and, and name, you promised to pay the taxes to, to render under Caesar. It doesn't expressly say that, but it's all based on a promise. The entire legal system in God's kingdom, everything is based on promises, and promises are enforceable in law. This is why you're not going to win in their courts. They're going, buddy, you walked in and applied for the driver's license, so what's all this mumbo-jumbo that you don't have a surname, that you're here as a man? What do you mean as a man? I'll get into that, too. That's mumbo-jumbo. You did it to yourself. That's the consent. And now you want to say, no, that doesn't apply to me? You're breaking your own promise. thing is, though, you don't even know you did it. I get that. None of us did. So just to clarify, depending on where you're at in your mind, and this is why the renewing of the mind is paramount, is to, is to see reality. Well, if there is no Canada, and there isn't, you know, Canada was founded uh, July 1st, 1867. What was the dirt the day before that? And this is the thing. It's just a name. Read the constitutions. It's just a name. And they show the flag, and they get into these national anthems and all of this stuff. And the next thing you know, you know Canada's birthday was yesterday, and thousands, millions of people were celebrating. I'm going, oh, my God. <laughs> the insanity is crazy. Yeah, happy birthday, Canada. Happy birthday, graven image. Happy birthday thing that doesn't really exist. Happy birthday thing that has no life and is sucking the life out of me. People don't get it. They worship this stuff. <clears throat> it's all politics. But anyhow, so when the mind is renewed, you will no longer see a federal, state, provincial, or county court. You'll go, ah, oh, all of these gods are God's court. And that's how I, and I bring, and the only law that goes in those courts is God's law. Period. That's how it's all set up. Look at it this way. And they build a brand new courthouse. Brand new. There's no business being done there yet, but the, and they open the doors on Monday morning. Guess what? The Bible, the law, is already there. <laughs> now, if others, lawyers want to come in, well, they got to follow the rules of civil procedure or the court rules to bring a claimant under the Highway Traffic Act or bring a claimant under the Income Tax Act or bring a claim under the law, the Family Law Act or Trust, whatever you want to call it. That's what the rules of civil procedure are for. The court rules are for is to bring these claims that exist in Wonderland, these bills, these these acts into the court, they have to follow those rules to do that, to bring that law, which I qualified earlier as a bill, into the court. So if, uh, if the government wants to bring a claim into the court under the Income Tax Act, they have to follow the court rules. If the government wants to bring a, the Crown, uh, uh, the Crown Attorney wants to bring into the claim into the court under the Highway Traffic Act, they have to follow the rules of the court. Well, you see, they're, what they're doing, they're, what they're claiming to do, and what they're doing is they're bringing in the law. This is the this is the way, the, the gateway to get the these claims through these various acts into the court. But God's law is already in the court, so you don't have to follow any of that mumbo-jumbo to get the law in the court. It's already there. 
The law is already in the courthouses, in the courtroom, so there's no procedure required to bring the law, the law into the court. No application to be made. No begging going on. The law is already in the court. This means no, no rules of court to follow to bring a claim before a judge. According, pursuant to the laws of God I'm talking about. No requirement to appear in person, which you have to do if you want to do it the other way. No choice. It says right there, a defendant is a person. Applicant means person. Respondent means person. Trust me, I've tried all that stuff. Judge said, well, if you're not a person, I don't, I don't have jurisdiction. But the fact of the matter is, well, I came into this court uh, by your rule. So, yeah, I, I identified myself as a person of Canada. I did it. <clears throat> I get all that now. <laughs> Anyhow, if any other so-called law or case law is used by the people, you must appear in person, and you're actually appearing as a bondman slash a slave. The judge in that instance is the father of the country, hence parents' patriot jurisdiction, and you're the son of the country. That's what's going on. Now, the place in which I am now, in the kingdom of God, I see only men and women, no more persons. Like I say, if a, if a man acting as a policeman was to knock on my door, I would see a man, where some people would say, oh, he's a police officer was at the door. I'd go, no, it was a man. See? <laughs> and the thing is, that levels the playing field. We are all equal, right, under God, regardless of what, and so what, regardless of what these men acting as other things believe in, regardless of what another man claims to be. We're all men, and that this levels the playing field. So when you're in the kingdom of God, you don't see persons anymore. You see men are men and women are women. That levels the playing field. And if one of those men does something to you, the laws of God applies. But if you want to treat him as a person, well, then you got to use the Wonderland stuff to do that. See all the confusion going on here? <laughs> And we're all equal regardless of what the other believes and regardless of what another man claims to be. Where I am in the kingdom of God, he or she is subject to the laws and the judgments of God if he trespasses against me. And by that, I mean against God. And why against God? Because I represent God. I have God's power of attorney, and there's no greater power and authority than that for men who are men. Let me repeat this. When somebody takes something from me, remember, it belongs to God. <laughs> I'm representing God. So if they're taking from me, they're not taking from me. They're taking from me what God gave me dominion over what belongs to God. So they're taking from God. Get it? They're not bothering me. They're acting against God. And the consequences are serious when they do that, according to the law. But nobody uses the law. They all want to partake in an act. Everyone wants to be something else. And I would, I would not hold court with a man acting as a cop on the side of the road, nor would I fire off letters or notices to anyone because they're all my equal. But at the same time, they're insane. <laughs> Remember, I only see men and women, so what am I going to fire a notice off to another man? Uh, blah, 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 blah. Might as well send one to my neighbor. If I'm sending a notice to uh, to another man, I I must be thinking he's above me somehow. But uh, no, no, in the kingdom of God, we're all equal here. So no, there's 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 no point. There's no point in sending letters, notices, claims, complaints to other men because we're all equal in the kingdom of God. They're all and and quite frankly, anyone and everyone that works for government, they're all non-believers, and there's no sense in me trying to convince them of where I stand or the validity of the law. The claim goes directly to God's court. 
So forget, <clears throat> well, I'm telling you what I'm doing, done. I forgot, I don't send letters, I don't send notices. If there's an issue, I take a claim directly to court. You see, a man does not make a complaint to another man. Now, if you're making a complaint, then you're sending it to a person, then you're not in the kingdom of God, and you don't, you don't know what, we don't know what's going on. We're in Wonderland again. So, where I am in the kingdom of God, if a man touches my property or takes property from me, which belongs to God, but belongs is, is mine in relation to that man and other men, I don't send him a letter saying, hey, give me my car back. I don't fire letters off to the government saying, oh, he didn't have the authority to do this. I take a claim right to God's court. Thou shalt not steal took my car, what does God say, judgey wudgy? administer the law, administer the judgment, oh, says God says here, uh, yep, he stole it, so he's got to give you your car back, or your property back, and his property of like kind, that's the law, that's the judgment, see how we've been deceived, we're all wrapped up in all of this Canadian and American law, mumbo jumbo, going around in circles, chasing our tail, <laughs> anyhow, my father is in heaven, and when in God's court, the judge sits as the father, as God, not God, but as God, as the father of the kingdom of God now, and I a son of God with God's power of attorney, his dominion over his property. Here's the claim, here's the law, now administer it. That's how it goes in God's court, and it's all pre-drafted for you. It's all in the book of the law, which is the book of authority. As, you know, legal experts know what the book of authority is when you're bringing in stuff into the Wonderlandian courts. You have to do those things. You know, what's what? If, you can't just make stuff up out of your head. You got to show some kind of authority. Like the judge said repeatedly to my friend who wasn't getting it, "I need to see something that binds me. I need to see something that binds me." He said it ten times, and my friend didn't get it. <laughs> well, this binds them all, right? Because they all have an oath to the queen. They all have a note to the Constitution, which the, the Congress has declared that the Bible is the Word of God. So you have the option to use the Word of God down there, and they have to do it. But you have to bring it in. But you can't do it in yet unless you've reconciled with God. Because right now you're in this, you've, you've transgressed the law. And there has to be, like I say, there's a process to follow according to law that you now have the proof that you've reconciled with the God, with God, that you're a son of God, a man. <clears throat> And you're subject to the laws of God and the judgments of God, meaning no more subject to the laws of Canada or the laws of the United States or the judgments thereof, which is all just the will of the, is the, will of the people expressed through these various acts and legislations. That's all it is. In God's court, here's the claim, thou shalt not steal, he stole my car. Here's the law, pardon me, here's the claim, the man stole my car. Here's the law, thou shalt not steal, and now administer the judgment, which is give him his car back and give him your car. I'm just giving you a simple example. There's lots in there, it's, and it's good. Anyhow, God's will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Everything I do, I do in the name of God. Otherwise, I have not that power of attorney, nor dominion, and his law, God's law, and his judgments are of none effect. Zippo. And Adam is that name. So anything and everything I do in the name of Adam is done in the name of God. And what does in the name of mean? It means by the authority of. In the name of peace, stop. In the name of the law, right? <laughs> Study, if you don't know what it means, in the name of. When you, you know, paramount to understand what that means. So, <clears throat> you know, Adam is that name. It is of and belongs to God, as do I, as does all of his creation and the fruits of his dust, which is everything that's made from the earth. 
doesn't include the Canada or the Ontario or the United States because they're not of the earth. They exist in the mind. They're imagined nations. And for the record, every family is a nation. It's in the Bible. Israel is not a nation. Israel was a guy. It's a lineage of people. You know, there's this country they call Israel over there and wherever in the Middle East. <laughs> Israel's a guy. That's, you see, that's a graven image over there in Israel, as is Canada, as is the United States. <clears throat> and after the flood, it's in Genesis, but after the flood, there was about eight people on planet Earth, and God's talking about nations. Well, what do you mean nations? There's no Canada, there's no Ontario, there's no United States. The nations is the people. One nation under God, got it? However, if you're in America as an American, then you're not under God. It's a lie. It's a lie. It's a lie. It's a lie. The only way to be one nation under God is we all have to get un and, and live by, observe the laws of God and keep his commandments. In other words, do the will of the Father. Do the will of God. And it's the will of God that I get a free land. <clears throat> Who are you going to send a check to? <clears throat> I want to mention, uh, too, for the record here, Uh, there's a case here in Canada that was in Canada, the Supreme Court of Canada, and we actually used that in 2009 and it had an immediate an immediate effect, although we were still appearing as, as persons, and the judge wrote on the back of the order, the applicants appeared in person. Get it? Appeared in person. <laughs> there's a tip for everybody. If you're appearing in person, you're, there's no way you're a man. But anyhow, this, this, this case is called Dominion Canada versus Costanza Limited. It was 1923. And in that case, here's what the Supreme Court said. The laws of God and man, meaning and or man, give man a defense if he has any. So it's recognized. The, God, the laws of God is out there. It's recognized. It's valid. We just have to use it. And in that same case, that quote I just gave you relates back to a case in 1723 called the Dr. Bentley case. And here's what the Lord said in that case. They, they, they said, well, even God gave Adam a defense, an opportunity to make his defense in the garden. <laughs> so you see, they know there's, there's powers to be that know full well that the laws of God is the law and that everything else, the fake stuff, is all based on it, but it's all distorted, twisted, inside out and upside down. Oh yeah, absolutely. So the court's do in fact they have to if you bring and I know if there's cases in the in in the United States I'm just qualifying that for conversation purposes where a family went into to, uh, to, uh, and claiming a constitutional right to homeschool their children the judge had sent them to school another case unrelated if the mothers and fathers said we have the right under the laws of God judge says go home go go homeschool your children see so the law is there if we choose to stand on it but so are the judgments. So <clears throat> understanding the, the laws of God, what they are, meaning the walk I have to walk, the talk I have to talk, the things I have to do is in there. And if I do them, then I am subject to the laws of God and his judgments. And so is anyone that I interact with. And so is the judge. <clears throat> now we have inheritance. Now I'm not going to get into all that stuff tonight. That's getting a little sidetracked. Uh, what I really wanted to focus on tonight was hopefully give people some insight where they are and why they're there and nothing's going to change for you you got to get back to reality <clears throat> I suggest it anyhow so just to give you some uh, concept of uh, the simplicity of this 
you're in a country, Wonderland, or in the kingdom of God, you choose. One way to express that you're in the kingdom of God is this. And of course, this is after baptism. This is after the, the reconciliation and pardon, which is the proof that you've reconciled with the Father, and it has to be accepted. It's a contract. You made promises and promises enforceable in law. In other words, I don't care if other people want to break their promises, but I'm not going to break mine to God. Ain't happening, and nobody can force me to break it. <laughs> but here's an example of how a way to express that you're in the kingdom of God, and it's really simple. I fill up my chair. I'll actually laugh for a couple of days because, anyhow, Adam, 123 Main Street, somewhere, Ontario, Canada, Kingdom of God. See, you end if you end the address with Ontario, then I'm Adam is in Ontario. If I end the address with Canada, then Adam is in Canada. If I end the address with King with Kingdom of God, then I'm in the Kingdom of God. And the postal code doesn't matter. It's got nothing to do with all that mumbo jumbo stuff. So as I say, when an address ends with Ontario or Canada, it means I am in that place. It means I am in Wonderland, a citizen, a member of the Canadian family. By adding Kingdom of God to the end of the same thing, it means I'm in that place. I'm in the Kingdom of God. I'm in reality where there is only life, where men are men, cows are cows, and lumber is lumber. There's no longer Canadian men. There's no longer Canadian beef. There's no longer Canadian lumber. No longer Canadian products. No longer Canadian flag. None of that adjective stuff exists. Think about this, people. A birth certificate, here's what a birth certificate is. A birth certificate indicates place of birth in Ontario, in Canada, or in Alabama, or in Oregon, or in the United States, or in Australia, blah, 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 blah. That's what it means. And you've all used one to obtain other identity documents, and it is the records under the registered birth name that you are known as, recognized, and as and treated as a citizen of and property belonging to Canada or whatever country you think you are in. Look on the top of the birth certificate, RSA Canada, Ontario. So that means whoever is bearing it is in Ontario, is in Canada. That's why you've got to get rid of this stuff because you can't be putting Kingdom of God at the end of your address but yet have these documentations and these identity documents. That's what I meant by double-mindedness. People are going to have to make a choice here on one side of the fence or the other. Wonderland over there, Kingdom of God over here. You want to be in the Kingdom of God, you cannot have anything of Wonderland or that side of the fence on this side of the fence. It won't work. And this is the things that people are jumping the gun here and thinking, oh, I'm just going to get baptized and get rid of this legal situation. It doesn't work that way. You're going to have to, you got to learn the law. You're going to have to learn how to bring a claim into the court and, so, and, 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 get, and bind the judge to administer the law and the judgments of God. That's where your liberty is. If somebody trespasses against you, that's where your liberty is. That's where you get your property back, hands down. I, I know what Carl's doing, and, 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 I, and I applaud the man for everything he's doing. You say, we're just talking about, from my perspective, taking things to another level, the common law is not has nothing to do with the laws of God as some people say well the, you know the common law is based on the Bible no it's not it's the laws and customs of the people over the ages causes between men the judges have said okay if a man steals another man's property it's a no-brainer give it back to him so you see it was but it started with a man claiming another man stole his property that they resolve that issue under and they call that common law now so it's a no-brainer that oh yeah if a man's claiming another man stole his property oh no problem we don't need to actually uh, have that in writing that's a no-brainer 
that's what common law is, but it started with men bringing those causes to the courts. And the judges have, like I said, they have said, okay, well, if this happens, then it's a no-brainer. This is how we deal with it. Give us property back. <clears throat> that's why I say the common law is not the be-all, end-all. And it doesn't cover all situations. And furthermore, there's no deterrent in there to stop people from continually coming after you. Under the laws of God, there's consequences if they do. So if a guy steals your car and you end up with your car and his car, hey, maybe you want to make a living at it. I'm not suggesting that, but <laughs> so what? Go ahead and take the car, buddy. I wouldn't do that, but if you do, well, there's going to be consequences. I'm not going to, I'm not going to hold court with a cop or anybody on the side of the road or on the telephone. I'm not going to send letters. I'm not going to send notices. If they touch me or they trespass against me, they trespass against God, I take the claim in the court. That's how it's dealt with. That's the method. Otherwise, it's just a bunch of babies crying to somebody else. <clears throat> so that's what a birth certificate is. <clears throat> and you've all used one to obtain other identity documents, as I said, and it is the records under the registered birth name that you're known as, recognized as, and treated as a citizen of and property belonging to Canada or whatever country you think you're in. That's why you don't own any property. You don't even own yourself. Where do you think they get the authority to take you away? You don't own yourself. A, 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 uh, assistant for an MPP says to us one day, oh, you can't even kill yourself. Well, <laughs> if you're in Canada, no, but what are you going to do? Take the dead guy to court? <clears throat> but anyhow, it shows where people are in their heads. And here's another thing. You know, men go into court and say, I'm here as a man. Oh, really? You're here as a man. I'm going to just work with this for a second. I'm going to play the judge here. So if, you, if, if, if I'm, the, I'm the judge and you say something like, if, if you say it like that, you say, I am acting the part of a man, but I am not a man, therefore I must be a person, <laughs> a slave. And why I'm raising this point is because not only is it the government documents that we use that identify us and that, that, that you know, there's a change of identity, what comes out of our mouth? We ensnare ourselves by what comes out of our mouth as much as we do when we present government identity documents. By those documents and by... And 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 or by what comes out of your mouth man becomes something else but only in his mind because man cannot ever be or become something else man is man but he can believe himself to be something else in which case he's only all he can ever really be doing is acting and if you want to act well you got to go into wonderland for that and follow the script it says it says do 80 kilometers an hour sir and you were doing 110 <laughs> You're not following the script, so here's a ticket. In fact, in Ontario, they're talking about, it was on the news today, that if somebody gets a ticket, there's no defense. You can't take it to court anymore. This is the stuff they're trying to pass. I'm going, I don't give a shit. I'm in the kingdom of God. None of that applies to me, so I don't want to talk about that. But people are complaining, oh, they can't do that. They can't do this. But you see, those are people that are living in Wonderland. There is an option here, people. Get out! I don't care what they do. In California, there I just heard today, Jim Carrey on the news. Oh, he's he's all in an uproar, and I and I applaud him for that. That they're they're enforcing they're forcing parents to vaccinate their children, or they can't come to school. I'm going perfect. Don't take them to school because they're going to get a public mind in there, and they're going to be like the rest of us. You don't want your children to go to a public school. <clears throat> it ruins their minds. I I know uh, two families where they've homeschooled their children, and those children are completely different than the ones that go to school. They're not rambunctious. They don't need Ritalin. They don't need drugs. Not that any of them do. So it's, they're totally different. The edu life is the experience. Life itself is the education, like it used to be. Schools is a fairly new thing. <laughs> Up until then, we learned out. We learned 
the education was life itself experience is what we do and you know we may be your dad's a blacksmith whatever it doesn't matter but you didn't go to school and all the schools and you know so yeah be happy about that so <clears throat> is what i say but if you want to fight the system and try to change the system oh they can't do that they can't do this oh yes they can unless enough people speak up they won't but sooner or later they're going to sneak it in the answer to the equation is for a people in ontario if you don't want to have to deal with traffic tickets get out reconcile get baptized reconcile that'll put a stop to that but you need to know the law you can't just that's what i'm making clear to people here just listening to what i'm saying here and i and and what you might read on the blog restore through the blog restore the kingdom of god and there's 14 talk shoot calls there but you need to get learned in the law before you start wanting to do this stuff and there's no testing this you do it or you don't what do you mean test it so uh, uh yeah so it's by <clears throat> comes here to but anyhow, yeah, so a man can never be or become anything but a man, but he can believe differently, which which I say, in order to that, all it is is an act. And you're, you're held to your word. Your word is your bond, and your word binds you to God or a legally created fake reality. So it's not just the presentment of these and, and use of these government-issued identity documents and, and bank cards and all of that stuff. Because in order to have a bank card, you got to go into Wonderland. You have to be a person again. You got to you have to be in Canada to do that, where all those things are. But it's not just that. It's what comes out of your mouth. So you go into court saying, "I'm here as a man." You're an idiot. <laughs> Sorry, but you're an idiot. You're a man. Be a man. Walks like a duck. Acts like a duck. Talks like a duck. Duck law will be applied. Get it? And everyone's doing it. Oh, yeah, I'm going to learn about trust law, you know, the settler grantor. How can you be a settler grantor when you don't own any property? In Canada, in the United States, you do not own property. Remember, those things only exist in the mind, though. But when you present these documentations of what you say, you're basically saying, I'm in Canada and you're not the master there. You don't own any property there, period. So how can you be a grantor? How can you be a settler? How can you be a beneficiary of anything? It's all make-believe stuff, and you have people that are running around, oh, yeah, this this guy sounds really good. This is good stuff, yeah. Been there, done that, people. Many of us have. In any case, you are not as a man. You are a man. Be a man. You know, you get people talking about the surname. Well, I'm going to go in, and when they, whenever they drag me in the court, I'm going to say, uh, I don't have a surname. <laughs> I'm thinking, you got to be kidding me. This, this stuff's been circulating for 15, 14 years, and your people are still on that path, but let's work with that one, too. Uh, Crown, Crown calls the case in the court. Joe Smith. Some guy walks up and says, I don't have a surname. Okay, I'm going to play the judge here again. Okay, well, just a second here. You don't have a surname. I don't give a shit. You don't have a surname. We call Joe Smith. If you're not Joe Smith, why did you come up here? It's ridiculous. Get it? <laughs> it anyhow, that's all mumbo-jumbo, gobbledygook stuff. It's, it's you know, and, and others saying, well, it's the, it's the name. The, yeah, the signature's on the driver's license, but it's not my signature. It's the name signature. Come on. It's childish stuff. You did it. You put your hand to it. That signature is an expression of your will, your consent, your intent, period. That's how they see it. This is why the renewing of the mind and proof of reconciliation is so important for people. And, of course, knowing who and what you are and being that 24-7. Everything I do in the name Adam, I do in the name of and for God. I have to or I breach the contract, the promises I made to God, and promises are enforceable in law. So no one is going to knock me off my feet. I made these promises to God, and by golly, I'm going to maintain and uphold those promises. I'm going to observe the laws of God and keep his commandments, and no one's going to step on it or, or block me from it. They, and they can't anyhow, but 
That's just what I'm saying. Promises are enforceable in law. That's exactly what the government's doing when people don't abide by the legislation they enacted upon themselves when they signed up for these things, when they made applications, so on and so forth. In the name of means by the authority of study that. After all, I am made in the image of God. We all are. Therefore, we represent God. We're not God. Like the will of the the will of the laws and customs of the people is the people playing God. It's a violation of the first commandment. <laughs> then that leads to the second and the third. That's why you, and the, and the government documentation has evidence of that. And that's why everything that's happening to people is happening to them. That's the reason. Powers to be know that. They've got us all to turn our backs on God so that they could eat us for dinner. That's what Satan does. Yep, give me your property and I'll give it back to you. Remember the, the, when he was, Jesus was tempted on the mountain? You know, I'll give you all of this if you get down in, on your knees and worship me. Violation of the second commandment. But Jesus knew better. He knew it all belonged to God. But all of us, what have we done? We've returned our entire life, liberty, and property over to those graven images. Every one of us that I know. And if you haven't done it, then, you're, then you wouldn't be on these calls or any of these internet stuff. Uh, so, yeah, we all are. We represent God. We have his power of attorney. Again, there's no more greater power or authority than that once you know how to use the law. We have his dominion over his property. But as I said previously, we have all broke the law and therefore no longer represent God. We're not in his image anymore. Not according to his or our, <clears throat> or our maker's law. We're not living according to our maker's law. We're not doing his will. We're doing our will. That's why what's happening to us is happening to us. There's one sovereign in reality. That's God. We have his, we represent God. We have his power of attorney. We're, we, we're, as, we're as if God, but not God. Like I say, a lawyer representing his clients, the same thing. The lawyer and the client are one. The lawyer is doing the will of the client. The clients assume my wife. Okay. He goes forth and does that. The expense of the client, of course. And I bet everyone on this call who hears it, I can't read my own writing here, just a sec. Yeah, I bet everyone on this call and who hears it is actually in the image of the country he or she thinks he or she lives in. If you're calling yourself to be an American or Canadian, then you are in the image of that country, that fictional thing. Ah, but we're all actually, the truth is, we're all in the image of God, the creator of the heaven and the earth, and the owner of it all. And where are you going to send the check to when you're in the kingdom of God and you're one with God? Where are you going to send the check to? <laughs> The burdens are very light in the kingdom of God, and there's none of this financial mumbo-jumbo, no charging going on whatsoever. No one goes to jail. No one. You'll find a lot more information and detail on the things I've said tonight at the Restore the Kingdom of God blog. <clears throat> there's a lot there. I would take the time to go through it if you're interested. Any of this is, uh, you're receiving any of this, and it's acceptable to you. Take your time to peruse it. There's a way to contact me through that blog as well if you wish. But uh, I'll say right now, there's not going to be any hand-holding. Everyone's going to have to learn how to stand on their own two feet. Navigate, you know, your life and through this world on your own two feet so that something happens to you. You don't have to pick up the phone and say, well, here's what happens. What do I do? <clears throat> That's not how it works in the kingdom of God. It's not that complicated either to get good at this. But it has to start with the renewing of the mind. There is no shortcut, and anyone thinking they can run with what they heard tonight or come across on the blog may lose property and get hurt. You may even be sent to a nut house or jail. Remember, and, you know, this I had this chat with the other guy the other day. He says, I can't understand. I'm showing them law and all of this, and they're not getting it. I said, You're talking to non believers. You don't get it. <laughs> You're wasting your time. 
You take the claims into the God's court. That's how you bring it. That's how you, after baptism, after reconciliation, after you've got proof of notice and of notice of reconciliation and pardon, which includes witnesses. Every government claim requires generally at least two witnesses. Well, the same with your baptism. There's two witnesses. So that if need be, they can come in and say, yes, we heard him make those promises. Bang, contract. That's what it means. And all these other allegiances, I got the text for the baptism process and all of that. I think it's up through the blog there. And uh, again, I wouldn't do it, people, until, you, until you're ready. But you'll see what goes on there when you're expressing your allegiance to God. You're simultaneously renouncing allegiances to any other foreign entity, foreign thing, which is everything that's foreign to God, which is anything but what God created. And he didn't create the United States. He didn't create Canada. He created things that are life. So, and it's, so anyhow, time is required to renew the mind and learn the law. As I said, there's a lot more information on the subject covered tonight on the blog. Anyhow, <clears throat> that concludes my spiel. I said what I came to say. Okay, you ready to take some questions? Oh, totally. Okay, first up we have, I'm sorry, what were you going to say? I was just wondering if anyone was left here. <laughs> if anybody left. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, there's over 100 people on the call. So. Good. All right, Donaldson, you've been unmuted. Did you have a question or a comment? Yes, I did. Hello, everybody. This is Donaldson. And thanks for taking my call, Angela. Um, how are you doing, Tim? Great, thank you. How are you? Really good. I'm glad to hear you talking about this subject matter tonight. Um, because it dawned on me not too long ago, uh, after watching some other videos and also just coming up in a Christian uh, family, you know that the the will of the people is, uh, you know, what's being worshipped. And my, I guess my question is. Um, do you, do you do you see the two gods being kind of like as, as the people's will as being one god, right? Being worshipped, and then there's this other option, the creation, you know, creator god, natural law, kind of, kind of that scenario. Yeah, absolutely. But I would say that uh, it's when we're talking the will of the people, you could say at the end of the day, it's collectively, collectively, it's one god. But each of those people who did what they did is actually claiming himself to be to be a god. Because remember, it's, we're either carrying out the will of God or I'm carrying out my will. That's the only thing it could be, right? And if I'm carrying out my will, then I'm saying I'm God. So that, that's how okay, I Your will on a personal level or your will um, when you subscribe to the people's will? Well, no, well if I walk in and apply for a driver's license, that's my will, right? Well, it's, it's your will. will. It's it's your will, but it's also the people's will that you get the driver's license and be licensed. All well, of yep. that law comes from people's votes and stuff, right? Yeah, but if, but I don't have to believe in that. Is, I guess is what I'm. What I'm right. So I guess I guess here's Seder. another question for you. Then is it is it unwittingly having every one of us practicing Satanism? Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> uh, right on the money, man. I love it. I love you. I love you. I love oh. you. You too, buddy. I'll let you go on that note. Peace. Thank, thank you. Thank, thank you very much. You. Uh, anybody else? Press star eight if you have a question. Um, I don't see any questions. <laughs> That's okay. It's, it's funny. Uh, my experience has been that uh, you start talking about God, you lose a lot of people. 
and that's why I don't think you've lost them. I I mean, there's a lot of chit chat going on in the chit chat, in the chat window. Am I still but, on? Uh, yeah. Okay. Still well, on. you know what? I've been studying this for a while, and it's 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 funny because the 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 there is an un you know practice of of religion because when you think about signing a cit- a citation. And you go, and if you don't show up to court, right, you agreed to show up. And if you don't show up, that whole fact that you, they presume you lied. And, and lying is a sin, according to the Bible. And, and, that is, and, and when they punish you for contempt of court, it's really punishing you for violating the law, the commands of God. You know, and that's, that's wicked. Ultimately, that's what's going on, at, at, and that's why I qualified it when I brought the stuff about the queen, and, and is they are carrying out the judgments of God, and the judgments of God are, if they're not in my kingdom, they're someplace else, and eat them for dinner. That's the punishment. <laughs> we cannot receive the benefits of being in the kingdom of God, and yet not be in the kingdom of God. And this is the thing, the queen is actually, if you read her entire coronation oath, oath ceremony, is about 21 pages. A lot of very interesting stuff in there. There's some there's some lies in there. It says in there, for example, that God chose her as 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 his servant, but yet in one Samuel eight, it was the people that chose him. And this is why I say we made that choice when we got this birth certificate, when we got when I got a driver's license, when I got a social insurance right. card, is when right. I made the queen my ruler. God didn't point her, I did. As right. My ruler. And can can I share this with you? Because this is this is really why I like quantum grammar. Because you see, all of the, all of the people's laws, right, are written in this adverb-verb fiction grammar. But see, they haven't voted in the quantum grammar or any type of correct correctness or 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 real type of order when it comes to that. You know that that hasn't become big a big issue yet. So the people haven't voted it in, and so in 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 essence, it, it's something still quite valuable. Because it's it's actually outside of that arena of Satan worship, you know. It, it still, I think, it uh, qualifies as being something that that is a sovereign quality. Definitely, your knowledge. Yeah, you're getting into some deep stuff there. And uh, the thing is, when we go to the Word of God, He says what He means, and He means what He says. It's 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 clear and concise. When you when you, it takes a while. To, it took me a while to get through it and make sense of it. Um, but. Because it's it is such a new language, it's so clear and con- concise. We're used to mumbo jumbo, I guess, and uh, it, it's difficult at times. But the thing is, is the instant we, uh, you know, I took a birth certificate, I, I, I transgressed the law when I used that to get a driver's license. I transgressed the law. I, I, can I, I ask I, you this? this? What about the Vatican? Do you, can you talk about the Vatican and 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 what role maybe they play in, in that? In, Antichrist. Okay. <laughs> because. Okay. And they they basically because they basically are supposed to be Peter, right? The Pope is basically a lineage of Peter, if I'm not mistaken. Well, how can, how can that be when they keep changing popes? Like if you're if you have a bloodline, then it's you can't have uh, you know a, a pope from a different family be of the same bloodline. And they claim to be the vicar of Christ. There's a lot of stuff going on there, and it's 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 satanic. It's anti. It's all antichrist. What if the Pope was true? Was true? Truly worshiping God? Then he should be telling people, "Don't bow down to me. Read the book of the law. Get learned in the law. Follow the will of God." And one day the Pope says, uh, "You can eat pig. Uh, pig is eating pig." Well, it's he's, he's right on that. But uh, there's things that you know. One day it's 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 not good. Then it's good. The next day something that's good is not good. 
and let's face it, there's a lot of uh, allegedly, you know, child molestations and stuff like that. I don't know the truth mm-hmm. of any of that, so I didn't really want to go down that path. But uh, okay, if are you? Let me, let me ask you this: Are you spiritually enlightened, man? Do you have spiritual enlightenment moments? Because I have somewhere to, uh, you know, do you have that? Well, I, I could say yes, and I could I could say yes, but what does that really mean, except to myself, right? Uh, and I don't want to stand right. and sit here and like I'm higher above people. Uh, let me put it this way: if I what it's actually I said at one of the talks you calls, people that are actually accepting this to me have been called by the spirit. That's why they're here. So if that means spiritually enlightened, yes. Can we okay. have a couple more people in line? Is that Great. it for you, Donaldson? Yeah, I guess I'm just, yeah, but there's nothing else. To, I just, I'm asking questions as they come up in my head here. So, yeah, definitely. I mean, since I know there's another question, I'll totally retreat for sure. Yeah, back let, me, let me say this. I do read uh, the IM discourses uh, and other things that take uh, take things to another dimension, if you will, uh, the, to the non, you know, from a non-physical perspective and... Uh, I know it's, it's. I don't. I didn't really want to get into that too much here. <clears throat> so, but I'm not. So I'm not going to say yes. I am spiritually enlightened. But uh, do I feel that way? Absolutely. And like I say, as far as I'm concerned, if, if people are actually starting to look to the laws and the will of God, it's not. It's not by accident. It's the spirit within. It's the God presence within. We each have it there. Mm-hmm. We wouldn't. We wouldn't be alive. It's. It's. It's that inner calling. It's. You go back to uh, Romans eight, I think, twenty nine to thirty two, where it's those who are called predestined we're all pre we're all children of god there's no no doubt about that but we're not we're not walking the walk of god so therefore we're separate from god not physically but by according to law well i just want you to know that i've made the same connection that you have and i did it without even hearing this call i you know uh months ago and i never broadcasted it but i just want to confirm what you're saying cool man excellent yep good to meet you brother you too all right (laughs) thank you donaldson you're welcome thank you thank you Okay, next up is Sally Thayer. Go ahead, you've been unmuted. Sally Thayer, maybe you have to unmute your button on your phone there. Okay. There you are. I need you to speak up a little bit, though. Hi, Vic. So nice to meet you. Hi, but it's if you don't mind, it's Adam now. Vic is, Vic is dead. <laughs> Victor's oh, okay. <laughs> I hope that's good. Oh, it's it is. Well, good. this is Nazariah. Sally, Sally's dead. Not <laughs> Sally Thayer is dead. <laughs> I mean, legally dead. I hope I'm. See, it turned turned up on Talkshow, and I I didn't mean for Thayer to come up at all. But it's really hard to get to. Did you have a question? How I say are dead? Yes. How do <laughs> how do you take your name you don't want to the talk show? I'm sorry. How do I take the name I don't want to talk show? Yes. Uh, she just announced me as Sally Thayer. I thought I was Nazariah. Oh, it says Sally Thayer on there. It depends on what uh, personal identification number you use. But I believe you can go and make several different, you know, identities on TalkSue. Well, yeah. How you, how you register the account, right? Whatever name yeah. you register the 
account, and that's how it's going to show up. Like some of my old accounts, I think I've got all, because I got a new computer, so uh, when I was into this, so I make sure that everything's in the name Adam. I don't believe there's anything out there now in uh, the name Victor, but the, the thing is, is it's, it's, it's <clears throat> the, the, the name Victor is the concern there. I don't care if it appears on a talk shoe. I don't. I, yeah. It's 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 no longer used in the legal system. I no longer use it in Wonderland. And one thing I meant to mention on the call, which I did, uh, you'll find on the Restore the Kingdom of God, is this: is that there's been many cases where a man has been declared dead. You can you can search this on the internet. One of the cases was actually a fellow here from Canada, who uh, there was a fire and he disappeared for 17 years, and they came back and he, but he was dead. He was de he had been declared legal dead like 15 years ago. So for whatever reason, he wanted to get a social insurance card so he could get a job, but he couldn't do that because he was declared legally dead. So it went to court. And here's what the judge said. The judge says, well, I can see you standing there, sir, but you're, you're legally dead. There's nothing I can do for you. You see, this man was actually free of Wonderland. He had no, no identification that would identify him as a citizen of Canada, or in his case. So he, it was a civil death. Civil death means it's like a legal death. And when I did the baptism, sent that one letter then that's what the officer received it was saying oh then so the so the man that was giving life to this uh, this name of the queen is no longer doing that so for all intents and purposes this legal name is dead it has no more life which is was me giving life to it it's a civil death and here's what a lawyer said it was well the good thing about being declared legally dead and civilly dead you're free of the system Another lawyer yeah. said, "If you want to, if, another lawyer said, if you want to stop paying taxes, stop being a citizen. <laughs> it's, it's, it's simple stuff. But, but the thing is, is people there have, people have to be somewhere and subject to, and, and governed by some law. And the beauty of the, of the laws of God is is that nobody goes to jail, no charges, no legal mumbo jumbo sticks. And it's part of the process. If people have mortgages, they got credit card debt, so they just can't take care of you. Do this process in one letter." That stuff will disappear, and you get to keep the home. But don't do any of this because you heard me say it. There's more to this to do that, but that is a result of it. And there's more. There's more benefits to being in the kingdom of God, but uh, we don't have time to get into that tonight. And, and if I start talking about that stuff, then people are going to do things for the wrong reasons. Really, the reason that people should want to reconcile with God is because they realize they broke the law and they disrespected their maker, not because they're going to get out of debt. Although... That yeah. is that results from it, but that's not the focus. Okay. Well, the more we can understand God, the more we can can be Him. I well, think. this this is exactly right, and uh, you see, Abraham is which picks up in the in the in Genesis. He walked with God. He did everything God wanted him to do, and God walked with him. And that carries over to the, you know, or to the to the New Testament, where after baptism, when one is baptized in Christ, then and, and, and God made certain promises to Abraham. And once one is baptized into Christ, then we are now of the seed of Abraham and can claim those promises. And one of those promises, I'm only going to say this once. One of those promises is free land. You don't have to pay for it. Where are you going to send the money to? God? There's no. It's free. And the reason for this is God knows that man needs this in order to sustain his life. So we're talking about an inheritance here of things that man requires to sustain his life, and it's free. But, the, but at the same time, with the land, man has to labor in that man has to plant the seed to grow the food, to eat the food. In other words, man reaps what he sows. It's not like, the, like God's going to, you, you don't labor, you have to labor. 
but the land is free. And no, it's not common land. Uh, <clears throat> it's it's land. It's land that is unclaimed and vacant land, for example. It's all fair game. And trust me, there are millions and millions of hectares out there of, of land that's just waiting to be claimed. That the government, you know, in, in Ontario, they call it crown land. Well, <laughs> that's there is no crown. You know, so all of that, what they call crown land, is free game for men. God gave it to us. And his law, take that claim into the court, the judge has to give it to you. So now it's off the map. It's no longer crown land. It's God's land and you have dominion over it. And there's other benefits too. It's not just limited to the land, but the land is a no-brainer because that's the first promise that God made to Abraham was land. That all, of the fam that all families of the earth will be blessed. Blessed means benefited. But what do we do? No, we go into Wonderland. We get a job. We get a good credit rating. Then we go to get a we go to the bank. We get a mortgage so we can and we and to have this stuff, but we don't even own it. <laughs> in God's kingdom, you own you own the things that you have in relation to other men. In re, in your relationship with God, He owns it. But because we have the dominion, is why we ha well I can say, well God gave me, I I claim this land in the name of God. It's my land in relation to any other man. So another man tries to come and kick me off, there's going to be consequences to him. He tries to steal my property, there's going to be consequences because God gave me dominion over it. <clears throat> and the law is the law. Okay. Hallelujah. <laughs> yes. Thanks, Sally. Thank you. Okay, let's see. Next up is Patriot One. Go ahead. You've been unmuted. Uh, thank you, Angela. And uh, Abba. Or, uh, Adam. Adam. <laughs> Just, don't call me God. Don't call me God. <laughs> uh, no, in fact, that was one of my questions. Um, another gentleman I listened to, Mark Heppen, uh, claims that God's name is referred to as Abba. Is that He'd be getting that out of Galatians, but let, let me clarify here. God doesn't have a name, first off. And when I say what I do is in the name of God, it means the name Adam belongs to God. It's not the name for God. It's a name from God given to me. And so the name belongs to God. And so when I, when I'm, so when I say I'm, um, I'm, I'm doing this, this claim is made in the name of God. It's by the authority of God is what that means. And... I'm, no, I'm, I'm identified by the name Adam as a son of God. Therefore, I, ha I am in God's image. Therefore, I have the authority of God to make these claims in the name of God. This is what the power of attorney is. Okay. Excellent. That. Um, I won't require any facts uh, supported by evidence unless you have some to offer. But uh, you mentioned uh, governed by laws of country or laws and commandments of God. Who makes that determination? You do. We do. See, this is this is exactly what I'm saying. When when people convicted themselves, when you know, if we believe uh, we did what we did, we got a birth certificate, we got a driver's license. I did it. Simple as that. That's 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 me carrying out my will. That's me executing my my sovereignty. What I really don't have, but if I want to do that, then that's the consequence. In other words, carrying out my will is me saying I'm the God here. But that's not true. Okay, because well, we, I suppose I could speak for me when I say we, but we was trained to believe 
that that was just so we could recognize each other from each other. Um, you know, the birth certificate or something. We never told that this is a agreement leaving God behind. Uh, according to government dictate, or government determines what is and what isn't. Well, that's you right. Know, God, I suppose. See, well, here, here's the thing. It's and this is why there's really no blame here because it's the duty of my father. And I'll, I'll say this: it's the duty of the father to teach his children the law. Now, my father never taught me the law, but his father never taught my my father the law. And I don't know how far back it goes, but somewhere along the way, we lost our way. And like I said, up until the day Canada was born or, or until they enacted the franchise bill and people started to sign up to be citizens, people owned their property and there's nothing the government could do. But the instant they became a citizen, all of that, that entire estate, the life, the liberty and property, vest in the king slash country. And uh, so, the, like I say, the duty is upon a father to teach the children of the, the law, and that never happened. I don't know anyone, I've never met anyone who is learned in the law, whose father taught him the law. Okay. Now, I want to go to uh, the so Tower of Babel. Go ahead. Going toward to, to language, uh, the people were building the Tower of Babel, and they were all speaking the same language, and God separated them by language. Do you believe or think that maybe the language they were speaking was uh, government legalese, and it was taking them from God, I suppose? Why, why would God, if, if everything depends upon the proper understanding and use of language, why would God confuse the languages? That's a very good question. That's a very good point and a very good question. But you see, by that time, people had turned from God. Uh, if we go to Galatians 3.29-ish, around 3.29, it talks about there is once one is baptized in Christ, there is no male, there's no female, there's no Greek, there's no Jew, because at the end of the day, all of that is fiction. You know, if, if, it, it's the true self. We are not the body. So even though I'm, my consciousness, the God consciousness, is in a male body, I'm not a male. And if, and, a, and, a, and I see a you know a female form, and that's you know with the female form, the body, the boobs, blah 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 blah. But the spirit within is all one. It's all the same. It's gender neutral. It's there's no Greek, there's no Jew, there's none of that titleism, there's none of that nationalism stuff. And the languages then would be one. But when we separated from God and went our own multiple different ways. That God said, okay, well, then we're going to confuse the situation. And that, that's why he did it, was to confuse the situation, is my understanding. And, in fact, he talks about it in the Bible, about confusion of face. See, when I look in the mirror, I see the face of God. When you look in the mirror, you should see the face of God. We all have the face of God because we're all made in his image. Now, we all don't look alike, but it's all created by God, so it's the face of God. That's the image. <laughs> You know, it's a bit mind-bending for a while there, but that's what's going on. And uh, so, you know, the exact reason for the multiple languages, I'm not sure, but I don't know necessarily. You could be right that it was a legalese thing, but you know what? It doesn't really matter at the end of the day. What does is reconciling with God and coming back into harmony with that and living by the law, keeping the commandments, and you own your property, and then if somebody trespasses or whatever, here's the law to get that property back and get the other guy's property as, as the punishment slash deterrent. In other words, if, if people don't want to have to give up their own property for committing offenses against God's law, then don't break the law. Same well, with legal uh, right? 
Right. Well, along those lines of it's who, who or what would enforce such a thing if if I steal your land that in order to repay you or make amends, I get, you get your land back and you get my land. Who who enforces yep. that without trespassing on a you know how can I give my neighbor the authority to enforce? my loss upon you or your theft upon, you know, I don't know yeah, how to I, say it right. I, I get, it's, a, it's a very good point. And first off, as I said in the call here, uh, it's the judges in the court. Now, here's the thing. See, there's been incidences in Canada where, where, where natives or Indians have claimed this is our land and they got shot. See, because they were making claims to, uh, to non-believers. If we lived in a perfect world where everyone knew God and was walking with God and we're all living by the laws of God, then people wouldn't have to go and take land. Everybody would have land. They'd all have their share of land to, you know, to support their family and generations to come. And whatever they do with it, whatever they turn that into, a business enterprise, doesn't matter. It's all good. But <clears throat> So we cannot just go out there and claim land. The orders of a court that the, that the cops and all the, all the members of the government do and must respect and obey an order of a court. So we take this claim, we take this law into the court so that we end up in our hands with an order from the judge. He says, yep, that's he's claiming this land or he's claiming 500 acres, 200 acres, wherever he wants it. And you, then you show that order to the appropriate authority. They have to leave you alone. If you don't have that and you're claiming land and you're squatting on it and you won't leave, you might get shot. Point is, is they, res they they respect and they must obey orders of the court. And in this case, the order would be coming from God's court, but it would have a judge's signature on it that they recognize. And that's why I say the judges in the courts, the men that are sitting on the bench, they're either administering the laws and judgments of the people or the laws and judgments of God, but nobody brings in the laws of God. Everybody goes in as a person Un under some you know constitutional right or a charter of rights violation all that mumbo jumbo stuff that's not god's court that's man's court or or, or you know wonderland's court and so in in point being is what i'm saying is here is is we need to have an order of a court because that's what's recognized by these other people if you don't have that you're you're and, and in fact when we did what we did in 2009 the judge said you're fair game that's what he said, and I know what he means now. I didn't know exactly at the time, but I know why he said that. Whereas if we had an order from that judge that said, yes, he's entitled to this according to the laws of God, here's the order, and anybody disobeyed that order, not only would they be subject to the laws of God, they'd be in contempt of court. They'd be in breach of a, they'd be disrespecting a court order. It's a criminal code offense in there in Wonderland, even to them, disobeying a court order. So these claims, that's why I say these claims have to be made to a judge so you get a judge's signature on these orders and that will be respected. And if it's not, there's consequences to whoever doesn't respect it. You can't make people do stuff. You can't make people respect stuff. But you can use, that's why we have to use the law to, for, for relief for uh, correcting wrongs and getting property back. It, you know, we, so, so you want to take, I suppose... Uh, the Bible into court. Nope, it's already there. The, it's already there. But and have there. the judge, yeah, and have the judge rule according to the judgments to, of God. And to and to do no harm, and then you, I suppose, you have to expect the judge to be an honest and believing man, 
which I I don't it doesn't seem that any of them are, or they wouldn't or you wouldn't be in the court being robbed you know blindly and not explained how you get into their ungodly world I suppose. Well, like I say, it's, if, if somebody, and, and I, I get why people have that perception that judges are crooked, but what the people don't realize is, look, if you signed, if you went in and applied for a driver's license, you're sub, you subjected yourself to the Highway Traffic Act, like it or not. If you signed up for a social insurance card or a tax number, you subjected yourself to the Income Tax Act, the tax code, like it or not. And then we go into court and we want to play games with these guys, and the judge is going to treat, come right back at you and go, buddy, I don't have an obligation to tell you what you did, but you screwed up here. You're the one that signed up to, to obey this act or that act, and you're not doing it. Guilty. Well, that's one thing where I would disagree is the judge is obligated to explain the fraud that they've tricked you into no, becoming. That's not their duty. And the thing is, this is what I say, the duty is on the fathers to teach his children the laws of God, and if they had done that then the world would be a different place, and then these judges would be upholding and administering that law. They have to do it by oath. They were bound by oath to either administer the laws and judgments of the people, that's what I read the first part of the Queen's ceremony for, or the laws and judgments of God. See, they all have an oath of allegiance to the Queen, so they represent the Queen. They were made in the Queen's image. When you see a man sitting on a bench, so the Queen made two promises, one to govern the people according to their laws and customs, and another was to uphold the laws of God. Now, when... Uh, government ministers and anybody that, that's got employed by the Queen has to take an oath of allegiance to the Queen, which is not the same as the oath of citizenship. It's a specific oath they have to take in order to hold an office, whether it be a policeman or minister of revenue or minister of, of uh, government services, whatever. So, and, and once they take that oath, it's, and so when you see a, a, a you're talking to a minister or you're talking to a police officer, a man acting as a cop, or you're talking to a judge. You're actually, it's like you're talking to the queen, but the queen can't be in all places at one time. And if you're coming in under the laws of God, then that man representing the queen made in her image represents her oath, her promise to uphold the laws of God. Or, on the contrary, to uphold the will of the people, which if you got a driver's license, your will was to abide by the Highway Traffic Act, then you better be doing it. So let me make this clear. Those who took an oath of allegiance to the Queen to hold office represent the Queen. They represent her oath and her promises, either to govern the people according to the will of the people or to uphold the laws of God. And if, and if you're bringing in the laws of God, then the judge has to do it. He has to administer that law, those judgments. They have so, to do it. So a government employee, basically, cannot be, uh, I don't know the correct word, cannot be godly cannot administer their office according to the laws of God. They have to do it according to the laws of the state, which right. is without God. That's right. But when you get an order of the court, then they have to accept the order of the court that says, well, the, the, the court says this man is claiming land, so you take that order to the appropriate place, and that minister has to do that now. In that sense, he's, he's carrying out the will of God but based on the order of the court. Okay. But, but otherwise... The fact of the matter is this, anyone that's working for government is a non-believer because if they were believers they wouldn't be there. They wouldn't be doing what they were doing and we would live in a godly world. But but who's who's doing the godly thing? It's it's not just them, it's us. They're, they just simply follow our lead. They don't impose the income tax. I got a friend down the street here who had never got a driver's license, never applied for a driver's license. He got charged for driving without a license. He sent a letter to the Minister of Transportation. I don't have a contract with you people. 
his next appearance in court, they said, well, don't worry, Ken, we'll never bother you again. Whereas everyone else did enter into an agreement. It was they their signature and the fact that the possession, you know, in a traffic case, they get the cop on the witness stand. The first thing out of his mouth is, the, crown, the first question is, how did he identify himself? And the cop will say, with an Ontario driver's license. Bang. Now, if you didn't have that, they couldn't impose that on you, but we all have it. In Ken's case, he didn't have that. He actually truly blew. He had never signed up for a driver's license, so they could not impose the Highway Traffic Act on him. And they told him in court, don't worry, Ken, we won't bother you again. And they haven't. And he drives without a driver's license. Mind you, he's not a social... Go ahead. Yeah, I was just going to say, uh, you're helping making things a little more clear, and I do appreciate it. And uh, thank you for, uh, for taking my call. Thank you. Oh, thanks for coming on and asking the questions. And again, if you go to the Restore the Kingdom of God blog, there's a lot more information there that may uh, expand on things and uh, clarify anything that wasn't discussed tonight. There's a lot of information there. All right, we're going to move on. We have four people in line. Uh, next up is Southeast Texas. You've been unmuted. Hey, Angela. Hi. Hi, uh, this is Doc. Just call me Doc. I just wanted this uh, guy that's, that's talking. It's nice to know that there's someone out there uh, that almost mirrors the image of what I've been going through since I was 10 years old. I'm 65 now. <laughs> I have a I have a notice on my house that says the Christ governs here. Uh, the Ten Commandments, forget them not. The land is God-given. And uh, by me, uh, Galatians 4-7, which if you're a believer and the Father, well, we're all sons. That's right. Am I, am I correct there? Yep. The, the okay. only thing I would the, the only thing I would say is, is, is let me put this: if if a man had never entered into Wonderland, or, or from birth had lived the laws of God, then he does not have to get baptized. He's already he's already one with the Father, and therefore he doesn't have to show proof because he never broke the law of God. But those of us who did uh, get a driver's license or get a mortgage to get a property and use that government identification, we did break the law, and so. <clears throat> It's, it, and, and I've got people that have tried this where they, they said, okay, God gave me the land, so I'm going to go forth and just put all these notices up. And I'm not familiar with everything you've done or, or your life, so I, I'm not saying this applies to you. But right. they can't put up the sign and say this is God's land and the commandments and laws and so on and so forth apply here if they broke the law because the record is the record, and, and that record will be used against them to show them that they, well, actually, adjoin Canada, so you did break the law. You're subject to Canadian law, and all that mumbo-jumbo on your signage doesn't apply. But after baptism, you have the proof of reconciliation. So now they, but even then, you st if if you're on a property and so, and, 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 and you're and, okay, you're baptized, and you're, let's say you're in a in a mortgage-free home right now, and you've been baptized. Right. You you, you you own that home. But if the tax man comes along and says you're not paying your property taxes, and it gets to the point where they're going to evict you for non-payment of taxes, you get your claim to the court. Hey, this is God's land. He gave it to me. Boom. You got the order. The tax man will walk away. He has to. Okay, let me let me back up a little bit. I, I I was asking questions of my dad, like you said a while ago. Uh, the, the, our our dads or mothers never taught us anything. 
But we're, I was raised like Methodist, and I said, well, that, that preacher up there is lying because that, that apple story's not in the book, you know? And <laughs> my, dad, my dad said, uh, God dang, that's correct, son. And I said, well, we, we're going to a church where the preacher's lying, or either he's deceived. Yeah, they're, they're probably that's deceived. Not, and he said, uh, you know, well, we never went to that church again. We never went to church ever again. We were going to the beach. We were going fishing to the lakes and all that. Bravo. And, uh, and then, uh, well, forging for food, not fishing. But uh, anyway, when I was 29, I, I told him, I showed him what really happened in the garden. And of course, uh, I was saying, "Well, why, why, why do we have to have? A, why did I have to get a social security number?" And I, at 12 years old, I said, "How did I get that?" And uh, my dad said, "Well, your mom, your grandma says you had to have one to pay taxes for your retirement." I said, "Wait a minute, you forged my name." He said, "Well, I." She told me to do it. Go talk to her. Well, she couldn't tell me anything. She just said, that's just the way it is, son, going back to work. You know, we had a feed store and, uh, you know, all kinds of things. And uh, so then there, uh, under underage, somebody else forges my name for a social security number. And then the driver's license thing, I was underage because I was told that that's what I had to do. So I was underage there. So they don't have a legitimate signature or a lawful signature, whatever we call it. So all of my life, I've gotten to the point to where I got rid of it. I got rid of everything, but I was still using the crown's name, which I found out probably four or five, three or four or five years ago that that belonged to the Vatican and the crown. And so I put a notice into all the agencies. Uh, from governor, attorney general, secretary of state, all the way down, all the way up. And no one was with a, with a, a section in there to respond with them that I didn't have any of these things. And I formerly known as da-da-da-da. And, and after the 30 days, I started, people were coming into my place, and I have a place where I get things and get rid of things. And I've been doing that as a God-given right for 35 years. And people say, well, I heard you was dead. You mentioned that a while ago. I'm going, that's where it's coming from. <laughs> I, said, I, said, well, who's, I said, who is saying that? And then they kind of looked down. And I've known, known these people for years. And, well, I can't remember who told me. I said, so it's kind of like other people have been saying that I know. I said, well, who are these people? Send them out here. And uh, then another one comes and said, well, I heard you were dead. And another one comes in. I heard you were dead. So it's <laughs> it's true what you're saying. When you get rid of all that and go and come over to the kingdom of God, you know that all of that stuff seems to fall by the wayside, and suddenly your your person is dead. Not the man, but the person is dead. Well, that's you know? that's exactly right. Because when when you're in Wonderland, you're dead. And this is what the whole New Testament is about. It's about the resurrection into life. So yeah. this is what this is what the civil death is, and it doesn't even hurt. 
But it's it's yes. you're coming yes. you're coming out of the dead wonderland place where you know the cartoon land into the kingdom of God where there's only life. Well, I started this when I was 29. Like I said, I'm 65 now, so there's been a lot of learning along the way. And uh, I just wanted you to know that that me and you sound like mirror images. And everything you said is like right on point, biblically speaking, and uh, uh, godly speaking, so-called. And and uh, the I am that I am that, that seemed to it that it's like probably me and you were standing on the front lines in heaven in our spiritual bodies when Satan took the third of his angels with him. Uh, pick me, Father. Did you see what Satan did? I want to go. I want to do something better. We were at the front lines, and the Father said no. The first will be last. Y'all were up here first. We're going to have you, y'all at the last, at that close to the end. And all of y'all in the background that are kind of not indifferent, y'all are going to have to write the books. And I'll send y'all as I see fit. Does that sound kosher to you? Uh, I'm not 100% sure exactly what you're saying there. But, but well, you know, the, the last shall become first and the first will be last. I understand what that means. And that, that's well, crazy. did you know you know that we were all, before we came in the flesh, that we were with the Father. Absolutely. No question. No question. And we, and we still are, except in our minds. Yeah, we're in the flesh. and uh, But before we were in the flesh, we were in our spiritual bodies. And we were first, because we're, uh, we went to the Father first, and, and was, saying, was objecting about what Satan did with a third of his creation. They tricked the third of his creation and to go in with Satan, see? So we, me and you, all of us here in the end times, were the first ones. So the Father sent us last. I, I, that's, my, that's not my belief. It's kind of like what the, what the Bible says. If you understand that you were in existence before you came into the flesh. Oh, absolutely. You're we're just, we're, you're, we're, yeah. I'm, you're not the, I'm not the body. So I think that Abraham and Isaac and Jacob and all that were probably back there in the background, you know, behind us, as the Father had them write the books first. Let me write everything down, you know, put it on the refrigerator door. <laughs> and then, you know, here we are, here at the last. You're making total sense to me, uh, biblically speaking, uh, spiritually, everything. And uh, I just wanted to let you know, I want to be. I want. I was been trying to write your website down, uh, wherever you're at, try to keep in contact with you, because I've never met anybody like you. Well, there's. there's I got of friends. Us, I got friends there. had Bible study for 17 years, and uh, we study this stuff. You know, uh, I basically got it started. I I didn't know I started it, but uh, anyway. Uh, so I don't want to have to listen to the, to the whole show again. What? what how can I uh, go to your website? Yeah, the, 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 it's it's RestoreTheKingdomOfGod.blogspot.ca. I think <laughs> I never go there. Restore a kingdom of God. Of God. Dot blogspot. Dot blog. Spot, S-P-O-T, One word. What is it? Blogspot, B-L-O-G-S-P-O-T. Logspot? Yeah. Yep. Log. No, Blogspot. 
blog blog spot. That's it. Dot C A. Okay, if I put in restore the kingdom of God in the search bar, will it come up? Yep. Okay. Hey, very refreshing, and thanks, Angela. This is this is what really unbelievable. I'm going to be turning on other people on to this because uh, some people are agreeing. But well, how do you get along? I said, hell, I've been getting along just fine for 35 years. It may may have been uh, not as easy as being in the system. And uh, depending on the Father to provide my needs, not all my, most people have a lot of things they want. Uh, and it's not necessarily what we need, is it? Well, that's that's exactly it. We've, we're all wrapped up in this commercialism and consumerism thing. We all think we're entitled to, uh, you know, these worldly things, but there's a bigger thing going on here. But not everyone accepts that or believes that. Uh, so it's, it's like I say, the world we live in an insane, lawless world, and uh, that's not how it was. That's not how it was, you know, in the beginning. There was no countries in the beginning. Everyone had what they had, and uh, this is a man-made thing after the fact. And it's all, the only reason for these countries is to steal from the people, and people want to keep talking about U.S. this or organic U.S. It's all fiction. It's all fiction. It's fiction. It's fiction. The whole world belongs it's, to God. The earth is it's round. Called, it's called forming the ignorant. Gullible and ready to believe anything. Well, that's that's it. Now so. I took a uh, another note here. I took a computer apart and I was going, "Oh my my God, this is from this is from outer space." You know, I, that was my first thing. And because of this internet stuff, it almost seems like the fathers set this up so that we can talk to each other from a long distances like we're doing now. Uh, it, it seems to me it's 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 outer space stuff. It really does. Upside what we were used. To, I grew up with, you know, and uh, like I probably would have never met you or Angela or talk, being able to talk to you unless things were set up the way they are. Well, I, so I, I think I don't want to cut you short. There's other people who want to come on, but you you can get yeah. to me through the through the blog there, and we can chat any time on Skype or telephone, whatever. And uh, okay, great. Uh, Really uh, nice to meet you and appreciate you everything you had to say there, and it's good to to know there's more out there, and uh, I know a lot Thank of you other very, people too. Thank you very much, and thanks for the time. Sorry I took so long. It's okay. It's okay. Bye-bye. Thanks for coming on. Yes, Bye. thank you very much. Next up, we have uh, Buzz Light. Go ahead, Buzz Light. You've been unmuted. Uh, hi, can you hear me okay? Yep. Okay, hey, um, uh, Adam, how, uh, where did you get the name Vic from? Uh, the name Victor Beck was the name that the mom and dad had registered at the birth. Okay, and how they choose, uh, usually it's the mother that chooses the name. Uh, uh, wh- Why did your mom choose Victor? Because she liked Victor Mature, the actor. <laughs> oh, very, very cute, okay. And uh, when when you um, uh, when you changed your name, did, did they know you changed your name or... Uh, to yep. Uh, Adam? Yep. And uh, th- did she have any qualms about that or none? Uh, not really. They they don't fully understand any, any of this. They're in their, you know, their mom's in their late 70s and dad's uh, going to be 83, 84 coming up here, 83 in November. And uh, so, you know, they're they're fully indoctrinated into the government system. Everything is obey the government. Uh, although at the same time, they know there's shenanigans going on. It's not right. But 
in, in, in okay. any case, I do, I, I do what I got to do, and I'll stick to it. And and you chose Adam, the word, the name Adam, because I'd actually been using that name for about uh, 14 years for other reasons, and it's just I just decided, well, that's the name people know me by, so I'll, so I'll keep that for purposes of baptism, and that's the name I go by now. And I, all I've done really is, it's like I said, I, I I did the baptism, I sent one letter, that got that that killed Victor Beck, so Victor Beck is now dead. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, after doing that, I got two letters in the mail that were non-related. All I wrote on the face was deceased. I got no more letters. It's not me that's deceased. It's the legal fiction no longer has life, right? <laughs> yeah, I understand that part. Uh, 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 the other thing was uh, just earlier, uh, just a little while ago, you were talking about a fellow that didn't never applied for a driver's license, and so um, he just told them that he never had one, and, and they, uh, they took him off the records, or they, they said, we'll never contact you again. Is, did I get that correctly? That's, yeah, they never, uh, it's not that they took him off the records, they were just assuming things there, and the, the truth is he never did have a driver's license, and of course they were able to confirm that, so there was no, there was no promise on his part to obey the Highway Traffic Act, simple as that. Okay, now, uh, is, an, is a person in that same position, if their license has been suspended or no, uh, expired? No, no, no. And, uh, because it seems as, as if, if your license was expired, then the, whatever contract you have is expired. No. No, nope, doesn't work that way. I, I, have, I know that by first-hand experience, trust me. I have, I have not had a driver's license. I let it lapse in 2002, and they took it in July 2003. I've never had one since. And you get, uh, But no, it's, 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 it doesn't work that way. These are like adhesion situations, and, and, and aside from that, yes. it's still that's, that, that name is still in the record. It's still in the system. The cop can punch that name in there. If he gets a name, if he gets a name out of your mouth that matches the name on a driver's license, then they're going to stick it to you. Even if it's expired, doesn't matter. Okay, uh, I've uh, I've always been under the impression that a license, when you, you uh, way back uh, when the king was around, he would grant a license uh, to uh, let's say the blacksmith, and the blacksmith would uh, have this license to work for the king. That's why he had the license. And yeah. um, and then uh, if somebody else wanted to work for the king, they'd have to get a license uh, from the king to work for the, for the king or the king's kingdom. That's right. That's, and, and that's, uh, that's right. Is that is that your understanding also? That's right. Because if you want to be in the kingdom of God, you don't you don't go to the king to get a permit, right? You just work for God. That's yeah. Correct. Okay. So then, uh, because the this blacksmith had a license, and a couple of other blacksmiths didn't have a license, uh, people would say, "Oh, he's got a license. He must work for the king, and therefore his work is highly prized by the, the king." I'm gonna I'm gonna take my business over to this guy who has a license. So the other ones, uh, the other blacksmiths in town, uh, they saw that the first one was getting most of the business, and because he had a license, so they applied for a license also. And um, which is uh, now they they could say, hey, I've got a license too, and then the people would now say, oh, the work uh, that these other blacksmiths would do must be uh, worthy of the king, so uh, we'll we'll uh, we'll use them for uh, whatever blacksmithing we need. Uh, have you heard of that? Uh, I haven't necessarily heard of it, but everything you're saying is accurate, and that's basically what a birth certificate is, although it's, it's really not of any value in that commercial sense until a man becomes 18. This is the thing, people, you know, the gentleman talking before was he got a social insurance card when his parents got it when he was 12 and a driver's license when he was 16, but if we use those things after the age of 18 or 21, then we have accepted responsibility for what was done previously rather than throw it in the garbage before we used it. 
So, right, we just go along with it because we don't know any better. And if, you, if you're at a certain age, like uh, let's say you're 20, before you hit 21, and you realize that, then I think you could probably do something with the Social Security Administration and, and uh, challenge it. But, uh, or you just throw it in the garbage seat. It, it's, and I've done it myself. See, if, the, the, the law in Ontario, in Ontario is if you want to do business in Ontario, you need to register the business, which is basically the license. Well, I, I'm not in Ontario, so I don't have to register or license anything. I could just go forth and do it, and there's nothing anybody can do about it. You see, this, everyone's jumping ship and doing all of this stuff and giving up all their rights and freedoms over to the king, and everything they're doing in that name is in the name of and for the king, period, or country. Yes. And, it's, you know, it's like okay. my brother. Anybody can do business tomorrow, and they, you don't have to register it. You don't have to get a license. You don't need permits. But if you're in Ontario, again, in your mind, you do. So if somebody reads Ontario legislation says, well, if I want to do business in, in, in Ontario, I've got to register the business, and they register the business, well, obviously, obviously they're saying I'm in Ontario and subject to Ontario law, but you don't have to be there. You can be in the kingdom of God, and there's no such thing required, period. Okay. All right. Well, thank you very much. You've uh, been very uh, enlightening. And thanks for coming on. Appreciate it. Thank you. Okay. You're thank welcome. You. And Buzz Light, you're going to be on next Thursday, right? You're going to be our guest speaker? That's correct. Okay. We'll talk to you soon. Okay. Bye. Bye. Okay. Next up is Donaldson. Go ahead. Hey, I'm sorry about the noise in the background. Let me get out of this, please. Uh, basically, it's about church and state. And the... You know, the Constitution has a separation of the powers of church and state. And uh, I thought that was kind of interesting because um, it, if they're practicing religion from the bench and we basically call them on that using their system, that would be a remedy within their system um, of laws for the common person with knowledge. I mean, without even having to use this whole, you know, the, the claim of, you know. Uh, by the way, I just want you to know that I have no driver's license and ID. I actually revoked signature off of that about five years ago. I have not been with ID for about five years and been roughing it. But, yeah, but uh, see, see, I, you know, this, this is the thing, and I think this is part of what people are missing here is one of the reasons for the reconciliation with God and the pardon is we get to claim the promises of God. And, I, and one of those, as I said, is free land, limited to that. As long as we're what we're doing, we're doing in the name of God. Anything that's not claimed or owned by another man, even if he thinks as a person, is fair game. Anything and everything that is not claimed, so any automobile, I'm not going to say this, but anything that's not claimed by a man, currently owned by a brother. Remember, we're, we're not to covet our neighbor's property or it doesn't matter if he thinks he's a Canadian. We're not to covet. So we're not to go after property that other men have sunk their labor into to have that. You know, if a guy's got a car, it's the fruits of his labor. We don't go after those things. But there's lots of corporate entities out there claiming ownership of things that they that when a man comes forth to claim it, it, through the court process, it's his. It's his. The court has to issue the order because it all belongs to God. That's the so what you're saying is this that the judges are triers of facts, right? And that they actually play a middle gr a middle level no, review no. kind of place where no. they actually do this, like, whatever the law of the case is, is what they're going to determine the facts by. 
Well, they're going to administer the law. All they're doing is administering Exactly. They're administering the law. Period. <laughs> yeah. It's, 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 you, you, yeah. If you say if you say try or a fact, what what that means to me is first the first the first thing then is the judge is saying is it a fact that this man's a Canadian or is it a fact he's in the kingdom of God? Let's see how he walks and talks and what he says and how did he bring his claim forth? Oh, he brought his claim forth through Ontario legislation or or Canada or American legislation. Therefore, he's not in the kingdom of God. He's in Canada. So now the the judge is going to administer the laws of Canada accordingly. But if you come in with the proof that you're in the kingdom of God, then he's going to administer that law, and that's the that's the fact. So if you want to call it trial right. fact, it, it will start with where is this man? In, in what place is this man? It starts there. Then we right. decide which law he's going to administer. Because the law of the, the case would have to be written down and put into the court record, and that would ultimately be, of course, the fact. It, whatever he's going to look at is going to. If there's a fact there, and the fact that you put something in is a fact. So yeah. You know, well, I mean, no if he's a trier, trier of the fact, and you put in, you know, a claim that says someone took your property, you're you're a man, or you're you you know, it's it's just your property or whatever, you know. I mean, how would you deal with that when they're asking, well, whose property is it? Well, again, let me let me start again. I'm coming for from where I am. So let's say uh, a man steals my car. Mm-hmm. Okay, so then I'm going to go to the laws of God. It says, "Thou shalt not steal." So I'm going to make a claim now in God's court, and it's going to start off with, you know, this is a claim in God's court. This claim is made in the name of God. Uh, a man, so and so, stole my car. The law is, "Thou shalt not steal." There's the law. Okay, and 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 in the criminal code, they call it theft. In God's mm-hmm. law, it says, "Thou shalt not steal." So, "Thou shalt not steal." He stole my car. The judge is going to, first off, the judge is going to, the trier of fact, and I was going to say, okay, this man certainly appears to be in, seems to be in the kingdom of God to me, and I, and the facts are, this other man stole his property. So good. Now we've got that fact established that one is in the kingdom of God, and the other man broke the laws of God. He, he stole property. So then the judge goes and administers the judgment of God, which is, okay. give the man his property back and your car too. That's so, the law. That's the judgment. When you say okay, so is it the when you say the law of God is are you talking about the law of the case? Yes, it's well again. It's, it's, if I'm bringing a claim into law's court that a man stole a car from a son of God, then I got to come into God's court and I've got to make the claim first off. I got to come in as a man of God, and that's why I got to have the proof of baptism on hand in case the judge wants. If the judge was the judge, if I went into God's court and the judge says, "Did you ever have a driver's license?" I'm gonna have to say yes, but. I have I have proof here of of reconciliation and pardon from God. I will show him that document. If he needs to see my witnesses, then my witnesses will come forth and say, yes, he did make these promises to God. So now that renders obsolete and meaningless everything I'd done in that other name, all of those documentations. I'm just being honest, right? I'm not going to lie to the judge. That's not part of being godly. He's not lying. But the proof of baptism nullifies all of that, what I did in the past. It, it, it's not that it didn't happen. It nullifies it. That's what a pardon is. You know, people have been convicted of major crimes in, in, in Canada. If people want to get to have a, a record clear where they could, don't have to tell an employer that, uh, you know, I'm, I, I committed crimes, they get a pardon for that. It's not that they didn't do the crime. It's just that it's, it's, it's forgiven kind of thing. It's not in the record. It's not showing in the record anymore, but they still did it. So same thing. So if the judge says, did you ever have a driver's license? I go, sure did. But 
have since come to my senses, and here's the proof of baptism. My allegiance is to God, now I observe his laws and his commandments, and one of those is to burn that driver's license, to burn the social insurance card, to burn the passport, to burn the social insurance card, to burn everything that I ever got from Wonderland, period. Burn it all. And That's the law. Would you talk to me about the, us about the uh, proof of baptism real quick here and recap on that? Uh, yes, it's it, the best thing to do is, is it's all on the blog there. That the text is there for the for the the text for the ceremony itself, which is ministered by anybody who can just read. And there's total immersion in water. There's this is just so that your witness can say that yes, he followed the procedure according to God. <laughs> and then there's another piece of paper that goes on the face of that that says certain things, and the and the, and the ceremony is attached to the back of that. And your witnesses put their name on that notice of reconciliation and pardon, so that verifies, and it's all in the law that you bring forth two witnesses. So you're talking the literal dunking. Absolutely. That's I'm I'm just that's the law. I'm not I'm not making it up. That's the law. In order, in, order, in order for this reconciliation and pardon to be effective, we have to do it the way God says to do it. And I don't I want like my it. And I, I don't <laughs> want my witnesses. You know, I have a friend who did the baptism and he didn't do it properly. He says, "Well, if you go to court, what are you going to do? Have your witnesses lie? You didn't do it by the book. Yeah. You did it your way. And so you're going to call your ask your witnesses a lie. So we had to redo it. But so it's such a it's so sharp. I mean, it's 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 extremely sharp. And if you don't have the wit to maintain the logic behind your 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 approach here, I'm sorry, because I mean this game is a game of wit. It uh, is. No, I mean, it's just no, no it's question. extremely no, no sharp. Question. Good job. No question, and it's not my. It's all God's will. I'm just sharing what God says. But <laughs> okay. remember, when when, when Jesus, yeah. it's, it's in Hebrews one one to one two that when yeah. Jesus spoke, it was God speaking. And this is what representing God means. This is what power of attorney God means. Well, that's my right point. In there. Yes, exactly. So, is that I, your will? Is the people's will? But it's also God's will, and that what that means that your law is God's law. So that's that's the so I think it's a crucial point that people. He's not saying people that we need to go and start being all religious with it, but think be think outside the box. See, religion is, is actually rebinding as something other than God. People should study up on the word religion. It means to rebind. Yeah. It means to turn from God and bind to this, this church state, this church. And all churches are corporate. That's, that's, that's mm -hmm. worshiping, that's bowing and serving a false god. It's a, it's a violation of the first and second and third commandment because we, we've mm -hmm. used God's name in vain. And uh, So the, the baptism is the proof of a contract with God, and it nullifies everything we've done previous to that. So yeah, that's why you just burn your driver's license and all of that sort of stuff. It's the, it's the lawful way to do it, and the judges have to recognize it. They do recognize it. And that, so basically you're saying even if it doesn't, it doesn't make it true, it's just this is the way things are being done. It doesn't necessarily make uh, the hell a real place, even though you may per privately, personally believe that. I'm saying that ultimately the, the system is set up this way to get people who can think, you know what I'm saying, in, into positions of power, okay, and to keep people who have no competency out of those places of power. It, it's really about up. Really about theft of property. It's all about theft of property. See, if they were yeah. honest, if, if the system, was, if Satan was honest, he would say, "Look, if you become a citizen, we're going to own you and your property." But they don't tell you that. But the thing is, 
It's not their responsibility to do that. My father should have taught me the law, so I knew that, and didn't and would not have entered into that satanic or you know those countries. I wouldn't have done it. Mm -hmm. But our fathers uh, didn't do this. This is why there's no blame here. I can go and blame my dad for not doing it, but what good does that do me? So I just accept it and move forward. I learned a lot and move forward in my life. That's what I've done. I've done it. I'm doing it. I'm living it. Interesting. And 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 so so like the the do you are you using just regular old just adverb verb when you make your claims? Are you doing it with your no, words orally? No. Or are you writing writing it down? What are you doing? I use the word of God. I take exactly what God said, the way he said to say it, the way he said it. Hmm. So I say everything's in the Bible. It's all laid out for us. I don't have to make up anything. It's all there. Remember, it can't be my will. If I say it my way, if a guy was sharing me with me how he's going to make his claim, it starts off with the creator of the universe. I says, well, where does it say that in the Bible? It says creator of heaven and earth. You see, you're changing the words here. Mm -hmm. So now it's not coming from the Bible. It's coming from him. So, no, I, I, everything is, every word that goes on the claim is the word of God from the book of the law. It's not coming from me. I'm not making anything up here. I'm just, it's like I told you. Right, but you're me. also remaining colorable, right? What do you mean by that? Okay, well, I mean, without giving, without going in there and being a Bible thumper, you're, you're basically, oh, no, you're not, you're not saying the Bible says this and the Bible says that, but you're in a, in a way you're saying, hey, look, that, you know, thou shalt not kill. That's the way I live my life. Well, you, right. Look at look at it this way: when 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 in in Ontario, it's the Crown Attorney represents the people. In the United States, it says the people of California versus so and so. So there's the proof that the people are governing the people. The people of in, in the in the in the. In the I think it's murder, by the way. Thou shalt not murder. But anyways. Well, there, there depends which book you're in. I'm using the authorized version. But anyhow, let's look at when a when the Crown makes a claim in the court. What are they doing? They use the law that's been violated as the authority. They quote. They reference the law. You know, sec according pursuant to Section 235 mm -hmm. of the Highway Traffic Act, this man violated that when he was speeding. So there's the authority. The, the Crown doesn't make it up. He takes it right from the legislation that's from the book, their book of authority, which is the Acts and stuff, and quotes it specifically exactly the same way from the from the code of the Act. I do the same thing. We, when we go into the God's Court, we do the ex take the exact same approach that they're doing to us all the time, except we're using the laws of God in from the kingdom of, in the kingdom of God. That's the well. Only you just difference. said the God's Court. What do you mean? When you go into the God's court, in God's court, that's exactly what I'm saying. <laughs> right. Well, how do you? How do? Okay. That's I'm not a good going. Thing. I'm not going. I'm not going into an Ontario court. I'm not going into a Canada court. I'm going into God's court. In God's court, all courts are God's court because all courts are in the kingdom of God. But you have you have to know that. That's that's why on the call I gave the address thing. Adam one two three Main Street, somewhere Ontario, Canada, in the king and kingdom of God. It ends in the kingdom of God. So when they see my claim, they go, Oh, he's in the kingdom of God. And not only that. He's, he's referencing the laws of God. Mm, that makes sense. That makes sense. Be you know, in the Federal Rules of Civil Procedure, they state that a, if you want to come to help your brother, you got to come in the name of the United States. If you want to help a, right. as a third party, so you can't come in your own name. Very That's right. cool. It's the, same, it's the exact same thing is going on in the kingdom of God that they're doing in the legal system and vice versa. It's the exact same thing except it's different law. One is the will of the people, one is the will of God. That's the only difference. So when you bring in the laws of God, now that court, even though that court might say, uh, uh, court, Ontario court, it's in the kingdom of God because everything is. You see, like Carl, Carl Lentz put it perfectly, he says, do you want to meet at the rock or in the rock? Well, everything is in the kingdom of God, but you need to know that. People, you know, they, they, they talk about Ontario. Okay, so then you're in Ontario. But if you want to talk about Ontario in the kingdom of God, now we know we're talking in the kingdom of God, not Ontario. 
we're, we're talking about the location. You know, if people take go out to outer space and look back at the Earth, where does where does it say Ontario or Canada on the globe? It doesn't on the you know in the world. You see a shot from outer space. It's not there. There's no borders. There's no marks. It's only on the map. I remember when I was in public school in grade one or two. I don't remember what exactly. And there's a big map of Canada. Some people might remember Rupert's Land. That's what part of Canada was. What they call Canada was at that in in the beginning. And I remember, and at the top of this map of Canada showing Rupert's Land and all of that, I had the picture of the Queen. I remember specifically thinking, who made her the, why is she so special that she owns all of this? And then I realized later in life, she owns the map, not the land. <laughs> so this is all the illusion and, and, and stuff that's going on in our heads. And people, you know, it's, it's anyhow, <clears throat> the, the, the legal system and is that when the claim is made in the legal system, they're doing things exactly the same way that we can do with the with the laws of God. The difference is which law are we using, and where where are we? If I want to use Canadian law, then I have to be in Canada. If I want to be in the kingdom of God, I cannot bring in anything from Canada. Nothing. I can't say, well, I'm in the kingdom of God, but uh, I'm, I'm you know according to your highway traffic, the highway traffic act, because there is no highway traffic act in the kingdom of God. There's no income tax in the kingdom of God. There's none of that stuff. All of these acts and rules and regulations, not one of them exists in the kingdom of God. Zero. Okay. Can we move on? So what, what, that's what makes it God's court, is, is, is bringing in the law of God. And if necessary, being able to prove that you have reconciled with the Father or prove that you never left the Father in the first place. There might be some people on this planet that their fathers did teach them law and they never transgressed the law. So they don't have to go through the baptism process because there's no there's nothing in the record that says well he was in Canada at any time. But that's I can't say that for me. I would be lying to do that, and that's not godly to do that. So if the judge was to ask me, did you ever have a driver's license? Absolutely. But here's my proof of reconciliation with the father, and your and her and here's the queen. The queen says she recognizes one baptism for the remission of sins. This is the same lady that took the oath to uphold the laws of God. One baptism for the re, for the remission of sins. It's there for people who care to look and find that find out what the heck is going on here. And that's all I'm really trying to share tonight is, look, you're all in Wonderland, and here's why you're in Wonderland, and nothing you can do over there is going to change anything. Oh, you might have a little victory here and a little victory there, and one citizen can take another citizen to court and have a victory and get a check for a million dollars. But over in the kingdom of God, it's a completely different story, and we cannot blend the two worlds. The fact of the matter is all of that other stuff is illusion powerful illusion and we're the ones giving it life and I get that the bullets are real but in the kingdom of God it's different in the kingdom of God you don't violate the law and you don't call the police <laughs> you take the claim to court he stole my car in Canada somebody steals your car what do you do you call the police what's it say in the car to protect and serve you know what that means to protect and serve with legal process that's what it means in the kingdom of God, you do not call the police. You take the claim to court in God's court. That's how you get your property back, and you will get your property back and his car, too. That's the law. And that's, when I say the law, I mean the law, not Allah, the law. There's no juries. There's none of that mumbo-jumbo in, in, in God's court. You just bring in the law. And so I take, just like the Crown Attorney, when they appear in court here in, in court in, in Canada and Ontario, they will copy it. They will reference a section of, like I say, 235 of the Highway Traffic Act or 819 of the Income Tax Code, whatever. They reference the specific section. That's the law. That's the authority that the Crown is relying on to get what they want in the court that day. Well, we do the same thing. I just cut, take the word of God, and here it is. Thou shalt not steal. Here's what God says what happens to a man that did steal. 
not me saying it, it's God saying it. Remember, I represent God, I'm doing His will, so I have to do it His way, not my way. It's important, and, and, and you're right, um, a lot of people are not going to do this process because of fear and doubt. <clears throat> and, and, and Remember, fear is false evidence appearing real. And uh, it's unfortunate, but in time, I guess people will, one by one. And, and as others, we lead by example. And I know for a fact, when I get my claim for the land, then my family will become believers. <laughs> and I'm not trying to convince anyone of anything here. I'm just sharing some information. Do with it what you will, folks. Okay, next up is Hagug. You've been unmuted. Yes. Hi. Yeah, hi, everybody. Can you hear me? Yes, we can. Yep. Okay. Yeah, how you doing? Fine, Great, thank you. you. Good, good. A um, couple of questions and a couple of statements. But the first statement I want to make, uh, I heard you, um, what's the uh, guy, guy's name that's speaking? Adam. Adam, yes, Adam. Uh, I, I am a retired tractor-trailer driver, and uh, I heard you say something about that there, uh, the guy that um, uh, turned his, that never had a driver's license or whatever, they That's let correct. him go. Yeah, they let him go, and he's now driving without a driver's license. He's always been driving without a license, but they said they don't, they'll never bother him again. Right. Right. So uh, I, I want you to, uh, there are certain words with certain meanings, and people are, are fools. And I know uh, Angela has heard of this. That the what the meaning of driving is, and, and the meaning of driving is if you're getting paid to drive. Hey, it's a basically. commercial. It's a commercial activity. That's right. Right. So if you're not getting paid to drive your private vehicle, you're not driving. So so he's not driving at all. Yeah, you're you're right. It's a, I, I I used the wrong word there, but that's you're absolutely correct and it goes back to the cattle drives what were the cattle drives except to take the cows to market right <laughs> right there you go that's how they come up with all this language that you right. love as cattle it's all com <laughs> it's all commercial right. activity but in the kingdom of god there's none of that going on none of that exists it's an exchange yeah. in the kingdom of god we exchange property there's no buying and selling going on it's different. right now now um, the, my uh, question is I, I am retired from the military and the post office. All my income comes from the government. How can I operate and and receive uh, uh, my uh, income from the government if I'm going to uh, 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 come out of the government without having uh, ID and everything to pick the, to get my checks from the government? You'd have to claim the. You'd have to take it to court and claim the property and have it returned to you one lump sum. And let me explain money. And 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 once you're in the kingdom of God, money is evidence of the fruits of your labor. Therefore, your property. And it doesn't matter whose picture is on it. Okay. Okay. <laughs> in, in remember, so, when, when you're in a country, you don't own anything. But when you're in the kingdom of God, you own what you have and the fruits of your labor. And whatever is the evidence of the fruits of your labor, be it a house, a car, or the money, the cash, or the, or the credits in a bank account, it's your property at that point. And if somebody's holding that property, you need to take it into the court to claim the property, to have it re given back, to return to you in one lump sum. Okay, so I need to find out what that lump sum is that I'm going to be getting paid for the rest well, of my be, life. 
before you even get to that point, you, it's and this is a time thing now for everyone, but there, you have to learn the, the law and how to make that claim properly. And and and, oh. and yes, and then and then and then be able to, to inform the judge. And this is the value of the property I'm talking about. So you, but you need to have, know how to make this claim first and foremost. And this is not going to happen overnight for people. And I'm saying that not knowing where people are at in their minds or in their journey here. Most people that so, I know, if not, go ahead. Well, well, there's nothing in the retirement uh, uh, manual or the uh, disability manual from the VA to show how much a lump sum is because I'm getting paid monthly. Yeah, well, you have to figure that out somehow. And I, to, to be, I'm just being totally honest here. I've never looked down this path for anybody. I've never talked to this path. But what I do know is, is that anything that's the fruits of your labor, your labor is your property. Not in, the, not in, not in America, but in the kingdom of God, it is. So once you make the transition or re restore yourself or return, go back to the kingdom of God. It's all about claiming property. That's why I say Carl Lentz is right on the money in that respect. It's all about property. It's not your children. It's property. It's not your TV. It's property. It's not money. It's property. Now you have somewhere along the way you have to be able to identify what kind of property we're talking about here, but it's all about property. And anyhow, so I can't give you the specifics, yeah. but like I say, if you do the research and get learned in the law, these answers in time will come, and you go, okay, this is what I have to do, and this is what I'm going to do, and now I know the law, I know how to make the claim, and I know how to get the judge to, to give me my property back, but now I got to find out just what amount of property we're talking about here. Right, I'm, gonna, I'm talking about I'm, I'm talking about property I haven't haven't received yet. I I understand that, it's, but it's your yeah. property nonetheless. Yeah. And and now there's at, at the same time there's some properties and it's not coming to mind at the moment that are not your property, and you, so you can't be claiming that. But here's the other the other thing too is in the kingdom of God there's other benefits that. And I, I don't want to say certain things here because it's, it may cause people to jump on board for the wrong reasons, but. We need very little. We need very little money in the kingdom of God. Remember, right. there's no there's no right. mortgages. There's no mortgages. You, you get rid of the credit right. cards. You won't need those anymore. You you live within your means instead of saying I want all of this stuff. Well, whose will is it that you, that we want all of this stuff? If it's for God's purposes, that's one thing. But if it's to satisfy my lusts, that's a different thing. It's all a perspective and a viewpoint and a state of mind, a state of being. So. <clears throat> things change in the kingdom of God and like I say if everyone was in the kingdom of God from birth and that's the world we would live in no one would have a mortgage imagine all the, all the extra fruits of your labor you'd have to do other things with just right, on that alone well, there would be no tax liability no property taxes no income taxes think of that of the wealth you would have well, accumulate from, from you to your children to their children from your grandparents and so on if we didn't leave the kingdom of God and give it all over to the country well, I, I almost have all of that now, as you said, uh, by using a government ID. I'm, I'm tax, tax exempt. I don't have no credit debt. I don't have no mortgage debt. Right. Well, it's, see, and, and, and it may be, and, and this is for you, totally your call. It's like mom and dad are not going to do anything with this. It's too late. It's too, too late for them. It's not worthwhile for them to do it. Um, but for me it is, and for my children it is, and, and I got a grandchild on the way, so it's for her or him. It's going to be uh, there too, and uh, whatever I do, they're going to follow, and I'll be teaching them the law and say, okay, this property is your property, so long as you don't screw it up. Yeah, well, I, I, I wish I had kids so I can teach them the, this <laughs> law. <laughs> so and I'm, I'm, here's <laughs> here, here's another thing. Everyone refers to their children as kids. A kid is right, a young. I, I know. I know, I know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I haven't, I haven't uh, trained a lot of goat farmers out there. 
<laughs> a lot of goat farmers right. out there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I've, 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 I've trained my mind, but I have yet to train my tongue. <laughs> well done. <laughs> yeah. Great to meet you, man. Um, Good and, for you. And, yeah, and, 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 and last thing, Yolanda, I mean, um, um, Angela, I um, saw, saw everything on my uh, keypad to find out how to cue because I'm always coming in your call late, and I don't know what, what number to hit to ask a question. Oh, it's star eight. You did it. Star eight? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You did I it star, because I, it worked. Yeah, yeah, I start every number on the keypad. Oh, <laughs> well, Process it of elimination. <laughs> star eight. That's, uh, All right. Okay. I'll make sure I mention it the next time. Sorry about that. I usually do, but yeah, I well, just figure y'all should know by now. Star eight. <laughs> Well, you know, because I, I, I'm on all different calls. I, I'm on uh, like five calls a week, and everybody got a wow. different uh, queue. Oh, I see. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's okay. okay. I'm glad you made it on. Yes, yes thank you. Yes, thank you. Thank you. And, thank and, and I'm going to definitely uh, get on your uh, website, uh, Adam. Um, if, uh, if I Google uh, Restore the Kingdom uh, of God. Of God, yeah. Okay. Yep. It'll come up. All and, right. And, and the recordings on the call here, how to, how it's spelled out there, too. Now, now I'm a I'm a disabled vet, a mental. They call, claim I'm a mental disabled vet since I come out of the military at age 20, and I'm 58 now. So uh, I know if I go into court uh, uh, with this God law, you know, the first thing they're gonna do is wanna look at my records and see that I'm a disabled vet. And want to throw me in the whoa, middle institute. Well, 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 well <laughs> after after baptism, all that all that record's gone. It's, it's there, but it doesn't apply anymore. Okay, okay. Let me let me since you brought that up. Now, if I got baptized at um, age maybe twenty five, and I'm still using all this uh, uh, information, so uh, I mean I mean uh, government IDs and everything. Do I have to get baptized again, or just it was just one baptism? Well, probably the baptism you did at age 25 was not proper, so you really never did get baptized. But you would have to get baptized properly. Yes. Okay, so you have something on your website to show how to get baptized properly? Well, yes, it's on the calls and the text. Is the text for the ceremony is there? But again, I caution people: don't do it until you're ready to do it. Not test it, but do it. You know, right, there's no, right. There's no point. There's no point in doing it unless you know how to bring a claim to the court according to into God's court according to His law. No oh, point. right, right, right. Don't don't bring it into God's court until you're ready. I understand. So so you so you're not saying don't get baptized, but you said don't bring it into God's court until you're well, ready. I'm, I'm I'm just suggesting to people there's no point in getting baptized until you know the law, you know the judgments of God, and you know how to bring the claim into God's court. Then, right. go, by, then by all means go nuts, no problem, and because and, you know you know how to walk on your own two feet, you won't have to pick up the phone. You know you know how to, that the judge is there to administer the the will of God, the, the, you know His law, His judgments, and you know how to, to bring that to bring that forth to get the relief, whatever it is you're looking for, to get your property back, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. And everyone Sounds should be good. thinking the same thing. This is why I say people jump the gun, and I I get emails from people, and they're having some problems. I says, look, you listen to the talk show, you listen to Marcus. We said it fifty five thousand times. Don't do this until you know the law, and and they don't they don't listen. It says, hey, you were warned, so you've wasted your time. You, you're not ready yet to, 
to, to take to you know they're trying to take and they're still trying to take on the system i mean what do you mean take on the system you don't take on the system in the kingdom of god if somebody bugs you you take your claim to court you got it all wrong you're not ready yet that's what i'm telling people right so i'm not right. i can't i'm not speaking for you but uh and I, and I honestly don't know what your method of baptism was at 25 but if it was done by your church it's not that's not it's not lawful it's not it's not according to law it's according to church well, that, protocol right that's what I was, that was my next question because it was uh, all these churches are, uh, are under the uh, see the something tax code or whatever. Um, church, church is just church is just another agency of the state. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so you really not getting properly baptized because the church no. is not standing on the proper foundation of no, God. If, that, that's right. If the church was, they would tell you they would be teaching the laws of God, and they're not doing that. Right, right. So, telling, so, they, so, they, go ahead. So, so, so basically, you have to get baptized between you and God by yourself but with witnesses you have to have the witnesses oh okay it's in gotcha. the law cause, see one of the laws is not to bear false witness and what happens to a witness who does the consequences here's what happens to it when, when, when you're in the kingdom of God and let's say somebody lies they bear false witness and they get caught whatever it was going to cost you it cost him or her See, God's God's justice is 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 the most fair. It's it's one hundred percent fair. It's, it's it's if this then that. There's no, not like uh, in in the in the in the legal courts where one day it's this, the next day it's that. No, 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 no. Justice is is one hundred percent fair. In other words, if I lie and it costs you a thousand dollars, I got to give you two thousand dollars. The thousand dollars you lost and the and the thousand dollar penalty. That's what it cost. That's what bearing false witness is. So you see, it's very fair. If I don't want to do that, then don't bear false witness. And this is the power of knowing the law. And if you know somebody's lying, then bring in the law. It's false witness. It's false witness. What does God say about bearing false witness? Well, whatever the guy was trying to extract from me or whatever burdens he was causing to be shifted on me are now shifted on him. Okay. Very powerful stuff when people get it, and if people get it, if people are willing to go there. Unfortunately, most people are all wrapped up in Wonderland and still want to focus on that stuff. But I get the fear thing, I get the doubt, I get the lack of knowledge, I get the minds are programmed, and this is very foreign to us. It's like been eons since mankind has lived by the law of God. I, I don't know when or how it all started, but it doesn't matter. We're here and now, though. So, uh, have you did any research to find out about everybody that comes in the, in, into God's court? And they get a ruling. Uh, is them ca uh, are those cases saved so other people can uh, view them, like they say the uh, the legal no, uh, no, cases? No, this, this this is not a public court. This is different. Right. It's just in the same courthouse. It's in the same courtroom. Right. Could be the same judge that was listening to a highway traffic act two hours before, but no, it's not a public court now. So they so they won't put any. Uh, rulings down on paper showing how that case was judged or whatever. No, no, because see that's all. That's what forms common law and case law and all of that stuff. That doesn't. That none of that applies in the kingdom of God. The judgments of God apply. That's it. It's not the will of man so, anymore. And, and the judge on the bench has to do it. So there's nothing to record. It's already in the Bible. <laughs> well, well, well. How will the uh, public officials out on the street know not to mess with you again if there's nothing written? Well, like I said, you have the order of the court, but if they trespass against you, you take the claim in the court. There's, there's If a man was to touch you or trespass against you on the street, I'm not going to tell you what the consequences are. It's in the, it's in the, it's in Exodus. Mm -hmm. the, the consequences are very dire. If a man touches you, if he takes you, if he sells you to the jailer, if he assaults you, the consequences on that guy are severe. 
but you can't you can't see the thing is we can't stop people from doing what they're going to do this is why we have laws to bring these claims in the court to remedy the situation and get your property back and and, and the punishment is, is dished out accordingly if that's if, if it's applicable in that case so so the judge will give you an order at the end some kind of paper or what? Oh, yeah you have to have to have that paper see the indians and it's happened in this country they've gone and claimed land and people got shot to death you check it out at Oka, and I was informed of a larger incident in British Columbia years back, and there's still people in jail 15 years later. But if they had to, or if they had to use the laws of God, because it's God's land, it's not. You know, we're all children of God. There's no unique nations here. And uh, <clears throat> anyhow, if they had an order of the court that yes, they claim this land according to the laws of God, then they then they would have rightful claim to the land, and nobody could touch them. And if they did, those guys are it's the guys that were trespassing that are going to face the consequences. But nobody's getting these. This nobody's using the laws of God. Very, very powerful. Very powerful. Right, yeah, right. So so if you bring your case in under the name in the kingdom of God, like you say you put under your address and everything, and well 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 your your um your uh, claim or whatever, I don't know yep. I can't claim, I, I don't yep. know this okay. Your claim. I don't want to use legal language, use this king using the kingdom of God language and to get That's it mixed right. up. So That's good you know point. I, I, I <laughs> yeah. So, so how? So, would the judge give you your order back using that same language? Oh, he's just going to do what God says. He, yes. And, and the thing is, is he, he's, he, he, he's not going to say in the in the state of uh, Georgia. No, no, uh, no, 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 no. No. And, and the, here's the thing: the judges write the order up because they're the ones that know how to do that. You don't have to, unlike where lawyers come in and they got a pre-drafted order what they want. Right. It doesn't work that way in, the, in in God's court. The judge drafts it up because he has to draft something up that the that the ministers and the and the government officials will understand. Right. Okay. It has, to, it has to come from him. It cannot come from you and I. We're not licensed attorneys and all that mumbo jumbo. Everything's different in the kingdom of God, and it's far simpler. There's no case like I say. It's so simple. Right. The, getting right. there is, is the complicated part, but the, once you're there, then the, everything becomes simple after that. Well, I, I, I've uh, I've come across a guy on on the, off the internet that uh, uh, knows the process of how to get your house free and clear using uh, the the court of God, and, but I never wanted to follow through with it because I don't know how to present it to the court. So, well, but there's there's a way uh, I I would say from listening to you. Well, here, here's the thing, like I said, if people are, are currently living in a home, and I don't care if there's a mortgage on it or not, I don't care if it's registered to pay, you know, that the property taxes on it or not, it's already your home. And right. as, I, as I said at the beginning of the call, I sent one letter to one office, and that stopped the legal claims that were coming to me from coming to me, and that will get rid of any mortgage on there. You follow me? Yeah. Because remember... All of that mortgage is in that legal name that, that you don't own any property in, and you never did own any property in, so therefore you don't own the debt either. <laughs> but, 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 yeah, but, but it's, it's all in the language, and, it's, and, and I, I didn't do that. I did that 10 days after I got baptized when I sent that one letter off, and it was like three, four sentences. Simple, short, wow. sweet, to the point, and, and it was very effective. Wow. So any well, I, liabilities I, I, that are existing in Wonderland, well, you'll no longer have those, and you own the property. You already own it, but you don't because we've transgressed the law. But when you come back into the kingdom of God, right then and there, you go, okay, now it's mine, but i got to let them know. And so you send one, one letter to one office, and it's done. 
Well, I sure can't wait to get to that point. <laughs> I've been, I've, I've been, I've, I don't, I've, I've been fighting about six foreclosures in the in the last year and a half. Well, you see that we're putting an end to that. And the thing is, is more people do this, then you, you know we don't have to change the banking system. Once we get into the, everybody gets into the kingdom of God. There's no more banks. There's no more Canada Revenue Agency. There's no more IRS, except with respect to corp, actual corporation persons, you know, registered corporations like General Motors, so on and so forth. Yeah, they still, they're still got to use the legal courts, and they're still subject to the legislation and all that stuff that governs them, but not the people who have become persons, which persons, corporations, same thing for purposes of law, right? Right. You know, there was a case, there was a case recently where monkeys got a habeas corpus. <laughs> wow. They're classified as persons, monkeys. But but some people believe in evolution that we evolved from the monkeys, so that makes perfect sense. <laughs> Thing is, when somebody when some when I talk to somebody that believes in evolution from the you know the Darwin theory, I says, well, I need somebody smarter here than somebody that's a monkey for fuck's sake for crying out loud. I'm talking to a monkey. You believe you come from the monkey? I'm talking to a monkey. I need a man here. <laughs> wow. So how long have you been uh, studying this? You've been sounds like you've been into it all your life. No, no, I, it just happens that I got studying the Bible after something Roger Alvick said about 14 years ago, uh, 13, yeah, 14 years ago, almost about now, actually, and uh, we did some stuff in 2009 where we were trying to claim our inheritance under the laws of God. However, <clears throat> so I did a lot of Bible reading at that time with other people, but we were still coming in as persons. We were shooting ourselves in the foot. It wasn't until about one year ago that I said, oh, my God, this is it. And this is what we were missing, and this is the whole baptism and getting rid of all of that documentation. And here's what a when we were doing that claiming the laws of God thing, I went to a to a uh, an OPP office up in Minden, Ontario. This is you know Ontario Provincial Police, and I had a meeting with the commander. He's the guy that wears the white shirt, the big cheese. And uh, <clears throat> you know I, I walked into the office. This is a week after they let us go when we did the grocery store stuff. And now I was telling him that we're going to go claim some land now. I'm just telling you so when the police come, we're not violent. You don't have to bring guns. And they already kind of knew that. But he says, I need to see some identification. And stupidly, not knowing what I was doing, I, I said, well, there's a photocopy of the birth certificate and that paperwork I just gave you. So then he says, well, what's this all really all about, Vic? <clears throat> I says, we want out of the box. He says, well, if you want out of the, if you want out of the box, how come you keep identifying yourself with a birth certificate? Oh. They know. They got to do it. If, if it's my will to be to, to subject myself to the Highway Traffic Act, this is why they're doing what we're, they're doing. They're only acting on my will. And nothing, until I get back into the kingdom of God, nothing's going to stop them. Until I have an order of the court on, on certain in certain things, like I've got a, a valid claim to this land under this law, and the court has reckoned the court that your judge has recognized it, that that judge has recognized it, nothing's going to change for people. You're going to get shot. You're going to get hurt. You're going to get charged. You're going to play games in court. Some people are going to have victories. The rest are going to go to jail or get sent to the nut house or or get a big fine and lose property along the way. Well, I'm, I'm a, I, you just taught me how I've uh, shot myself in the foot. With my uh, federal, with my federal case, I just filed uh, last month, um, saying that I am a man on in the in this land uh, on America. But yeah. after that, I I name myself as a defendant all the way to the rest of this lawsuit. <laughs> plus, 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 you went into the federal court. You yeah. went into the federal court, so no, you can't be a man. You don't have any. You don't have anything under the laws of God. You got no rights or liberties or freedoms or power duties. None of that. Uh, so, 
Well, that's right. My claim, my claim, right. But what still the the uh, the foundation of my lawsuit was still saying uh, uh, for the uh, damages and the uh, violations on under their codes. Well, may maybe, but if you took it over into the kingdom of God, then you're guaranteed to get results. And I'm not—I don't know what the circumstances are, and we don't have time to get into it. Maybe on this call, because I think other people want to have their hands up here. Right. But right. The point is, is that if we go into their courts, it's—it's it's like it's right in the rules. An applicant is a person. A plaintiff is a person. A respondent is a person. A blah blah blah. Person, 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 person. And men are not persons. And you know, a man is a, a person is a man who wears a mask. To, meaning he's no longer a man. He's had a change of identity. This is what it's all about. And this is what all this government identification is about, to, to, create, the, uh, to create the change of identity. To identi We're now identifying ourselves as members of a, of a legal family of a country, and all of the laws and the authorities of that country now apply. And if we don't abide by those and observe those laws and do our duties as a good citizen, upstanding citizen, then the wrath of, the, of, the, of these bills, these laws will come down on us, and they do come down on us, everyone. A lot of people well, well, have experienced it. But well, well, last thing I want to say, last thing I want to say, Adam, is uh, is we need to find a way to uh, educate the young people now because the young people are getting dumber and dumber every generation. They they they, they can't even add two plus two now. You're right. I and, know. Unless they unless they got a calculator. You're right. And so, uh, this is but this is what I'm saying. You see, we, we, as 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 us being the elders, let's say. We, we take the bull by the horns and we lead by example. This is, and then as, when we lead by example, people will come to you and say, well, what did you do to get this? What did you do to get, how come I got a speeding ticket and you didn't? Right. You know, this kind of stuff. We lead by example. That's the best way to teach, not to tell people, but to lead by example. And, and, and you're right. And so when, when I, you know, I'm, I'm, then we would sit down with our family and say, now, now you believe me, right? So, okay, so now we're going to sit down and have some discussion here. <laughs> right. Right. Okay. That's, well, thanks for that. Thank you for coming and, and on. Appreciate it. Yeah, yeah it's you. a pleasure to meet you. Thank you, you too. Heather. Thank you very much. All right. Thank you, Angela. You're welcome. Thank you for right. coming on. Good night. Okay. All right. That's it. Uh, we've gone over three hours, three hours and 11 minutes. Wow. Ay, ay, ay. Yeah. Uh, Late. Did you have anything else you wanted to uh, add to what you've said already? Nope. Uh, I've said what I came to say and share, and uh, like I say, it's <laughs> up to people what they do with it, uh, accept it or not. They're neither here nor really there for me, but I do hope some people do, or lots of people do. And the, the way we get rid of all the mumbo-jumbo is, is get back to get back into the kingdom of God and all these things, that, these these legal systems will have no, no longer have any implication in their lives. Very good. Thank you so much. It's been fun. It always is. And always, appreciate the opportunity, you're, Angela. You're, you're an interesting character for sure. You make me think, you know, and I, I hope that's what others found with your uh, conversation also. Well, that would be a good thing. But, uh, yeah, so I appreciate the opportunity, and thank you very much. And love you, and ciao, and God bless. And uh, Saturday, your son there for me. And uh, whoever's thanks. on here, thanks for coming on. And uh, if you think I'm crazy, that's fine. I don't care. <laughs> no, we love you. We love you, Adam. i got to get used to calling you that, though. But, uh, yeah, uh, we'll have you on again soon, I hope, and uh, you can update us again and enlighten us with your wisdom, and uh, have a great uh, weekend. Okay, somebody's asking one question here. I'll just put it up there quickly. Huh? Oh. Okay, good. Thanks very much, everyone, and have a great night, and take care. I love you. Ciao.
Thank you, everybody. If you still have questions or, or want to look into it more, check out his blog spot. I put the link in the chat here. I'll also, uh, what I'll do is uh, under guests on our guest speakers page, I'll link it to his name. Just uh, click on his name. I'll change that also. I guess I have to change that to Adam. Well, they can, uh, they can contact me right through the blog. There's a, a thing right there for more information. Just click on it, fill out the box, and it comes right to my email box. It's all automatic. Okay, good. Yeah, but I mean, I'm going to link the blog address with your oh, name I see. so that they right, can okay. find you easier. Right. All right, very good. Thank you so much again. I love you, as usual. Likewise. <laughs> Okay. Everybody have a great weekend. Have a if you're celebrating the Fourth of July, have fun. Um, but don't get wrapped week. up in the graven images. Yeah, you know. <laughs> Budging allegiance to a flag. Come on. <laughs> I don't celebrate it, but Sorry. you know, people do. They have kids who want to play with the see the fireworks, whatever. It's yeah, okay. lots of goat lots of goat farmers out here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> good night, everyone. Yeah, sorry. Okay, good night. Good night, everybody. Uh, take care of each other, and we'll see you next time. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.